Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. Getting a new vehicle can be stressful, but not at Lake Elsinore Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. That's where surfers go inland to purchase their new and used vehicles. Late Night with Chalky is supported by Inherent Bummer. Surf entertainment, thoughtful writing, surf videos, music, and fresh hell for the core surf community. Remember, it's not the end of the world. Subscribe and check it all out at InherentBummer.com. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Neon Wave. Neon Wave is an internationally local shop, a concierge to the modern nomad. They bring together carefully chosen surf, fashion, art, and snowboarding gear with a curatorial eye that's drawn to the best of the best, technicality, creativity, and sustainability. Their team is born from nature, raised by the wave, and nurtured by the culture they support. This is Neon Wave. We look forward to moving forward. Check them out at thisisneonwave.com. Surfa CBD, grown by surfers for surfers to help you maintenance your body after a lifetime of surfing. Follow us on Instagram at Surfa, S-E-R-F-A, CBD. Use promo code late night with Chalky at checkout for 20% off surfacbd.com. Earthpack, customized eco-friendly retail and e-com packaging since 1989. In a time of increasing environmental awareness, Earthpack is an advanced supplier of affordable recycled packaging for businesses of all sizes. Earthpack provides custom products and services and continues promoting sustainability while fulfilling the individual packaging needs of eco-friendly retailers nationwide. Check them out at earthpack.com. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Our guest this week was born with surfing in his DNA. His family is one of the most core surf families to ever live with decades of contributions that had profound impacts on the surfing world. The whole family is nuts in a good way. They're freaking amazing. Following the family legacy, the skater, surfer, shaper, artist, and I don't give a shit attitude is responsible for inspiring the world by changing the way surfers approach the waves, especially above the lip. He paved his way for a high, he paved the way for high performance airs and maneuvers with technical grabs while boosting higher than anyone else. Regarded as one of the most influential, most recognizable, and iconic figures in surfing, we welcome. And we are super pumped to have the one and only Holy fucking shit Christian <laughs> Don't know your nickname If you have one You don't need one Because it's Fletcher Holy fucking shit Thanks, Thanks dude You never had such a serious fucking intro uh, Dude I, I mean I could have I w- would have gone for 10 minutes Yeah if I, I mean if damn I, I would have <laughs> came a lot, fucking, a lot sooner If I knew it was going to fucking make me feel that good Hey Seriously though, um, Chris is gonna say flat out, like, you're a few years older than me, and I grew up uh, 47. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm 51. And uh, I mean, before you know, magazines, and then watching you and your brother, and just Lowers being the epicenter of 
you know, yeah, you showing up. So good down there. I know, and I'd be like, holy crap! And then watching the segments and your your soundtrack, Wave Warriors too. I mean, I watched it probably a million times. Oh, there's, yeah. there's so many things that come to mind as he was talking yeah. about you and your family. It's 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 gnarly. It's it's really cool. I mean, yeah, we're, we're getting into it. It's like, crazy yeah. hearing something like that because I I never like think of any of that kind of shit. You know, like yeah. Like, yeah. You just live there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just Christian. I just surf. I'm the same as you. But have you, uh, have you been to, like, you've been, you've surfed lowers in the last few years, haven't you? Yeah. What, what do you think? I mean, I think in the, you know, after that Maria hurricane swell, like, I don't think it's the same. You know, I think the right's been out to see too much. I think the left's, you know, got shifted over a little you, too you much. Know, and, uh, you know how the, uh, still good but yeah it was like oh, it's, it's not the same so depressing like there's never barrels it's, anymore it's the best you, wave you know, in California you know, where, uh, you, you know how the water comes all, almost all the way up to the bathrooms right yeah like fucking uh, it used to be like the water would like you could stand by the bathrooms I could throw a rock as hard as I could and I still couldn't even come close to hitting the ocean yeah like wow. it's got eroded so far back yeah the yeah. point was so fucking Big it was a point. Me. Now it's kind of just a bump. No, it's head. almost like turned into a beach break. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's and it's shifted over and it's still it's such so- a good and beach it's softer. Break. It's a softer <laughs> way. It doesn't have the same you know coping like it did, but it's still freaking perfect compared to everywhere else. <laughs> That's good to hear. The the trail goes right there or whatever, right? Yeah, look at all and that. So beach. the so the bathrooms are right over here. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Nuts. He's showing us a picture probably from 90s with holy shit surf bout or some kind of that's the 89 one. 89 and and fucking you could put a thousand people in front of the the scaffolding and still not touch the water yeah that, that's a huge beach right yeah. yeah and so people are all oh you think like it's changed I'm all yeah I know it's changed like yeah there's pictures to prove it you know? for sure yeah they used to have like a like a natural kind of rock break wall that like went around like the rocks came up and then they were down super steep yeah you know if you saw old uh video and stuff you'd see a guy on the left and you could only see like the top of his body he'd be going by like this yeah yeah and he spread close to the rocks yeah now it's just way out there in the middle of the ocean so far yeah just peaks up nice and then it just disappears yeah so christian i mean let's start at the very beginning and you know we we know that you come from yeah my dad shot me into my mom and like uh, probably the beginning of 1970. Yeah. <laughs> and then born in October. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. October, babe. Um, what? You, and that was, they were living in Hawaii at the time? Yeah, they were living in Hawaii. I was born in Kahuku. Wow. Oh, wow. We can go there for stitches now. Yeah. I've been there a couple times for <laughs> stitches and it, I, not lately. It was a long time ago. Yeah. But, yeah. but still even it was bad, yeah. right? Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Not, so, not 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 early enough to you know go to Queens you know and go and make that route. I'm like oh it's just maybe a few it's okay maybe I'll go there and so yeah. your parents are nothing you want to go let's just say you don't want to be born there put both, it that way <laughs> both, both times I did I got staph infection really yeah sick yeah, grab some gum, gummy bears so both Harbor. your both your parents are iconic in the in the culture and industry yeah um, mom mom's side had you know the hot serious right? list of surfers yeah like. Her uh, her sister was New York Time World Champion. Her dad was fifty and fifty one tandem champion. Macaw. Wow. We we we've been uh-huh. interviews. Uh huh. Yeah.
Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We've been interviewing quite a few people, uh, Don Henson, and he was a shape. He shaped cannon boards, and mm-hmm. it was a yeah. big thing. And I remember at the U.S. OP Pro, whatever, they would do a little break on finals day it and do like be, a yeah. you know half hour. Cannon was always part of those when I was a kid. Contests. My grandpa told me if I wanted to pick up chicks, he's all you either got to be able to. Uh, go dancing or take them tandem right <laughs> and I was a much better surfer than I was a dancer that's funny because they did a lot of those they both right wise words from Gramps huh for sure because you take them out there it's kind of up close and personal yeah and you, uh, you know all their friends are away and stuff like cut them from the herd yeah <laughs> cut them from the herd well you you, you get into positions that, when you catch a wave when you're done with the wave the girl has the biggest smile on her face. It's fucking crazy. And then they yeah. just want to give you a big hug and stuff because they're so stoked. Yeah. 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 It's it's nothing but good good times for sure. So 1970. I go tandem with dudes though too. <laughs> <laughs> What's it on, guys? What's it on? What's it on? Front to back. Front to back. <laughs> but well, no, let's. I used to go me, me, my brother, my dad, and my grandpa would all go out tandem yeah. on one board. I saw my dad, uh, my dad, my grandpa, and Phil Edwards fucking going tandem. That's so crazy. Yeah. We had a big, like, uh, what, a 14-foot, like, Phil Edwards tandem board down at my grandpa's house. He lives on on the beach and stuff, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. So did you live for the first years of your life on Oahu? Yeah. Okay. And did you, is that where you first started surfing? I mean, I you were thrown in the I had water. a little surfboard. But, uh, no, not that I know of, um, like, my idea of surfing is actually going out and catching a wave. But, uh, I, uh, probably, like, some of my first memories of surfing was I surfed the San Onofre Surf Club Contest, you know, the annual contest they have down yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. And when I was five years old. Wow. In 1976, I think, yeah. Yeah. First place in the 800 division, like, beat Clint Carroll and stuff, he was, like, nine, he was had issues with me ever since <laughs> <laughs> but like before then it, what, what you know were you getting pushed in in, in hawaii like you remember any like ways or just no I, got- we went um my dad we me my dad and my mom actually got in a bad car accident my dad had his uh like ball and socket crushed in a hundred pieces and stuff like that no way said he never walk again like that was in i guess why parking lot or something we got hit by some hawaiians or something and uh, they kept wanting to cut his leg off. And Are you fucking kidding me? No, serious. And so then uh, 
in a in the parking lot the accident i happened? guess uh, something like that yeah I, I don't know i was a little kid you know yeah. it's like uh i was like one and a half years old or something and we were in a volkswagen bug there in like a 57 chevy taking you out wow mm-hmm. so finally uh my dad said he kept waking up in the hospital and they'd have some clipboard in his hand wanting him to sign off so they could cut his leg off jeez wow and i guess he wasn't having that and for sure some young chinese doctor came in and said oh well, i think i could fix you you'd probably never be able to walk again but i think i could fix your leg dang so he still has like two plates four screws and a nail in his leg today from nope. that day mm-hmm Wow. And were your parents pretty young when they had you? Like, I would assume. Uh, like my dad was 21. My mom was 19. Yeah, because, I mean, he, your, your dad is still relatively he's, long, he's young. He's 73. Yeah. And so we were in, a, like, I guess six months later, his leg was doing good, and we moved to Idaho and went snow skiing. So, like, uh, the early years, I lived in the snow. What a trip. Yeah. We lived in Sun Valley, Idaho. We we talked to we talked Edie, to Edie, yeah, yeah. Eric Diamond, and, yeah, and he talked about how your parents and his parents were uh-huh. really good friends and, and just packing up and be like, hey, let's go live there for a yeah. while and check it out. And I, yeah, I, Eric was in the snow too, I think. Yeah, it's so cool. you guys lived in Oahu or Maui and and, and over to uh, well, we were live, my parents lived in Pipeline, like in Pupakea or whatever. Um, when I was a kid, and then we moved to Idaho and went snow skiing every day, like when I was a little kid. And then from there, we moved back to Capo Beach. Got it. Uh, beach Road at first, and then up onto the hill, like, you know where Pines Park is? Yep. Yeah, so grew up there and went to uh, Palisades Elementary School and stuff. Mm. Now, was your dad like a pro surfer or? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, it's kind of everything, right? Like yeah, it, it, they, well, they didn't. I don't know that they had so much like pro surfing back when yeah. he was young and stuff. But uh, yeah, he was he was a surfer. Um, Shaping boards. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've never seen anybody ride a board like him. He's, yeah, yeah, he's gnarly. Gnarly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't see anybody on the nose side slipping a back door and stuff like that. No. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean. Yeah, he, I've never seen anybody ride a board like the guy. I've yeah. never seen. Yeah, I think he's the the only one with that kind of style of nose riding. You know, where you break free and and he does I mean, literally way. like skimboarding like in, the in, way in waves yeah. of consequence. Yeah, in waves of consequence. Yeah, because yeah. like the other guys you see on longboards on a pipeline and stuff, yeah. they ride on the tail. And, it, and, it, and, and it's you know he's got style oozing style like he's got you know yeah. he's arcing he's like there it's but like he, a hood ornament yeah, yeah but yeah. he's doing super technical like in, oh, in good size hollow everything yeah. Yeah. yeah well he rides so high that he gets thrown over the falls you know sideways and lands and then the lip hits the rail of his board and shoots him fucking back out in front of it again it's fucking gnarly yeah and the big, big, yeah. I mean, he yeah, and was, then he got into jet skis and everything else, the tow-in stuff. Like, he was, he was really serious. Yeah, like, pioneer. Your no dad was a fucking pioneer. Yeah, in a lot of different things. Well, yeah, and he was just he was he was he's really serious. Like, not a whole lot of joking around. Yeah, yeah, committed. Some horseplay, but not a lot of joking around, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all. I mean, we all. Anybody that <clears throat> is in surfing knows, you know. The, the Fletcher family and yeah. everything. And he's kind of like Mr. Magoo. He just leaves a trail of destruction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like some Mr. Guy, Magoo. <laughs> yeah. Some guy, uh, so he talked to some guy. He's all, 
he's all, you know, uh, thanks, Herbie. He's all, you know, I never would have made the magazine if it wasn't for you. My dad's like, what are you talking about? He's all, I'm the dweeb. Oh my and he's God. all, the dweeb, like, he's all, yeah, I'm the dweeb. So what do you mean the dweeb? There was a picture in the Surfer's Extra, and yeah, he, he was side-slipping at lowers. And some guy behind And him. his fucking, the tail of his board was stuck between this guy's legs, like, <laughs> it was going backside or something. And it said, sound like Herbie and the dweeb or something like that. And the guy was so pumped. The guy got coined the dweeb. Yeah, whatever it took, right? Yeah, and he was pumped. You know, he got a picture in the magazine, fucking, I mean, he was kind of getting it, like... The fin stuck between the legs and shit. Oh That's my too. gosh! <laughs> yeah, so the guy was all pumped, and this is like, you know, twenty something years later. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. You're I was yeah. like the dweeb. And then how how old is uh, our how fewer young years is Nathan from you four four, four and a half? Four. Yeah. Okay. So he's like my age. So so when yeah he, yeah when he was born is that when you guys moved to Capo? No, uh, he was he was born in San Clemente General Hospital. Okay. So yeah, we already lived there. Was, uh, yeah. And you you started skate skateboarding early too, right? Yeah, like I skateboarded ever since I can remember. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that goes hand in hand of like you know most everybody. Well, like just like boogie boarding before you surf, like skateboarding. Uh, I, was, I still run a boogie board too, even though like I'd be surfing, but I'd always fuck around on a boogie board. Yeah. There was a good uh, shore break in front of my grandparents' house. You know. Yeah. Run down, jump on the boogie board, and go get smashed in the like sand and the rocks yeah yeah I mean it's when you're you're you live at the beach just playing at the beach yeah, yeah. and yeah. growing up at the beach you're just like it's your playground yeah and you play with everything you know skimboard did, did you grow up around here I grew up in Long Beach oh you did yeah the Long Beach the, the, the Long Beach with no waves yeah <laughs> the Long Beach with no waves exactly yeah. I well, always where, where tell Long Beach uh, kind of North Long Beach inland. Oh, okay. I so, know North Long Beach a little bit. Yeah, you know where Jordan High School is. I I used to go skateboard there all the time. Yeah, at they Cherry got a Park. Skate park. Yeah, no, at Jordan High School. I mean, sorry, Jordan High School. Yeah, yeah. yeah like right Cotton connected. Park, I meant. Is that what it is? It's yeah. connected to the fucking uh, yeah. campus. Yeah. As there was a, a, a shooting there one day. Some uh, <laughs> some uh, like a lot of Samoans and stuff, yeah. right? And they're playing cricket. And I guess they're playing. Some Mexican guy was playing with them or something. I don't know what happened, but the Mexican left and came back with a gun, shot one of the Samoans, and shot another one. That guy was on the ground, and the other one was like limping to his car that was parked right in front of us. Whoa! And you know, jumped in the car and then left. And the Mexican went running the other way with a gun. And my buddy's going, "Dude, let's get out of here!" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Everybody just left. <laughs> now we can ski." <laughs> Yeah, the Mexican with a gun ran the other way. Hey, we didn't do anything. Yeah, ran yeah. that way. So the park was all empty and stuff. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of crazy. It's the way his mind thinks. So we'd be ducking and hiding. But yeah, we. I mean, I went to high school there. And, um, At Jordan High School. I went to Jordan High. Yeah. Oh, gnarly. Yeah, I was like back then. Um, I was like one of seven dudes that surfed. Yeah, you know? I believe it. Yeah. It would take us, you know, before we, we drove, we rode our bikes, and it would be a good two and a half Down hours. Atlantic? Atlantic Boulevard, or, because we lived off Cherry, yeah. so we'd go straight down Cherry, or we'd go to the riverbed, and... And where would you go surfing? Seal Beach. Okay. Yeah. You didn't surf, like, fucking uh, Hurricane Gulch? What's Hurricane Gulch? 
Cabrillo Beach. Oh shit. That's the opposite way though. It's on the other side. Yeah. 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 But that that would break that, occasionally when it was yeah. right I, I used to go there for like windsurfing things with my dad because my dad made traction like for a bunch of the windsurfers. Yeah. yeah. Cabrillo Beach. Yeah, my, Hurricane Gulch. Huh. Yeah, my my dad Did you get good waves there? I don't know, but it gets super windy. <laughs> my dad said it used to get really good along there before they extended the, the break wall. Yeah. The break water. I almost drowned at that break wall. Yeah. I was walking. It was big waves. Yeah. And, you know, the break wall's there, right? Yeah. And people fish on it. I was walking on the other side, like the, not the ocean side, but like water was coming through and the whitewash seeped through the rocks and I slipped and fucking fell in the water. And I didn't know how to swim. And luck I'm like, ah luckily some dude like reached out his fishing pole and fished me out. How old were you? I think I was like seven or eight. You didn't know how to swim at seven or eight? Yeah. Wow. Well I was I was born in the Philippines, dude, and moved here when I was six. You were so. you were born in the Philippines? Yeah. Yeah. I like the Philippines. Yeah. I've been back since though, but Yeah, I sure the best waves over there. Yeah. Yeah. There's good waves everywhere for you. So so yeah. You're skateboarding, boogie boarding, living the ocean beach life. First contest at five or mm, six, yeah, whatever. Five, yeah. Now, did you just start surfing more and more contests or? Wherever dad, mom threw you? Yeah, kind of like, uh, that was uh, my grandpa's brother that entered me in the contest. <laughs> Flippy. Nice. Yeah. They were there, you know, because like you said it's an annual contest and it's, Santa, it's every, everybody's yeah. in it at all age groups so it's like why don't you come down we're gonna put you in Dad, grandpa's probably in the event Dad. they had the best fucking announcer ever too Jim Irwin he looked Jim kind of, Irwin yeah he looked kind of like Elvis and he had you know the dyed black hair and stuff I mean he was he was old when I was yeah. a little kid but he was just the best announcer never like like if somebody just wiped out he'd be all oh and powering under tons of cascading whitewater, he elects to pull out. <laughs> and as the guy just gets smashed, like never, like nobody ever wiped out. You know, yeah. they didn't have a bad word to say about anybody. It was really cool. That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah, and just entertaining. A, like I, keep you on the edge of your. Yeah, and just the commentary, like he was so pumped up, and like uh, his vocabulary was amazing. Yeah, powering under like tons a writer. of cascading whitewater. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, like he was like straight out of fucking like Gidget or something. Oh, that's so funny. I mean, that's how that's how they that older generation like you know talked and presented themselves. They yeah. think they were just a little bit. more... They were more like your dad was probably younger than like the Jan and Dean era, right? Like because he's like late sixties, early seventies, right? Uh, I that don't know time. about that. No, he was finished in the fucking uh, by fucking the early seventies. You know, he was already moving to fucking the mountains. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, him and my mom met on the beach at Makaha during the Makaha Surf Championships or whatever. And I think probably in, like, uh, 63 or something like that. Crazy. Like, uh, 60, yeah, 63, 60, yeah, I think so. So, my mom was 12 and my dad was 15. No way. Yeah. That's when they met? Yeah. Wow. They're still together. Yeah. Crazy, huh? That is fucking crazy. And where was your dad originally from? He was from Huntington. No way. Yeah. He's got a square on the sidewalk over there that says local hero. Wow. Like, you can look yeah, at he went to Hun- Jacks. He, he yeah. went to Huntington High. <coughs> that that or Ice and one or the other, yeah. Yeah. 
And I remember you were, we were talking about him like with another in, in another episode. Yeah. Like living here, but I didn't know he was from here. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know all the details I either. I was going to get to. Uh, well, actually, he's from Pasadena. They lived in Pasadena first. Yeah. Okay. And then they moved to Huntington when he was like a little kid too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was gonna. Uh, what is that? The surf club contests, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I wasn't that thrilled with the fucking the San Clemente guys, like fucking. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, Bud never told me, "Oh, you can come surf for Huntington because your dad's from Huntington." Yeah. Oh, so good. I was on no way. Sweet. That, that'd be cool. <laughs> We we'll take you. Yeah. We'll take you. We'll take you. Hell yeah, we will. That would have been way better, you know. Yeah, those are fun, but yeah, San I mean, Clemente's pretty strong though. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot of heavy dudes there. Yeah, yeah. just uh, one guy fried my nerves though. Yeah, like, hey, told, told he's me probably to, not the first or the last. No, he told me to come down. Told me to come down. And finally, fucking, uh, like I, I called him numerous times. And he never answered his telephone, you know, and or I uh, left messages, but uh, I, I don't know what happened. So. So I showed up at the contest. It was in Huntington. And then he told me, fucking, gee, I broke my neck to get there, too. When I got there, he told me, oh, like, uh, you're not surfing. I was like, what the fuck? Like, right. like, you went by my mom's place, like, three different times asking her. I tried to call you a bunch. Don't you check your messages? No, I don't check my messages. But he was, like, a rep and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. How do you not? Yeah. How do you yeah. not? How, how, how you're running, business you're running you the check team? your fucking messages. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, Jesus. He's warming out. I was so pissed. Were the waves like that day? Because I mean, that that would kind of make or break my, how my I would feel. Oh, it's two foot. Yeah, whatever. You know, if the waves. Well, no, like it was the fact that like fucking like I literally practically broke my neck fucking trying Busting. to make it there. Yeah. yeah. And when I got there, then he tells me I'm not surfing. I was like, fucking fuck you. <laughs> so pissed. So but then so, I finally did surf one. Yeah. And that wasn't that great. Yeah, I've surfed a couple. I've surfed one. Yeah, I surfed the fucking uh, uh, the Jacks Pro. No, the Casey one or whatever. Oh like, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, the final last one last yeah. year or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I think the waves were really good then, right? I don't know. No, it wasn't no. that good. It was okay. It seemed good. It looked good. I, I didn't catch anything. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it was that really high tide, small, and then it got really low tide. I don't know. I, it was a cool day though. I got to see like. Yeah. Some buddies and stuff like that I haven't yeah. seen in a long time. I saw Trevor Christ. Trevor's super cool. Yeah. Um, so so how, how old are you? In my 50s. What do you mean in your 50s? Yeah. <laughs> Early, late? Early. Uh-huh. He's past <laughs> the midpoint. No? No. no. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it. He looks good, though. No, yeah, no, it's just a number. No, you're, you're better. Like, I don't understand, like, Girls that say they're fucking lie about their age and say they're younger. Yeah, they're really fucking up because damn, it's like you look beat up for that. Age. Like, <laughs> if they lied and said they're older, you go, wow, you look so good. For <laughs> I'll do that from now on. Yeah, I'm 69. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, because if you say you're older, then you're looking good, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I always get it too because I wear a lot of hats because. I, I don't have any hair, but somebody always asks, like, oh, you look you look uh, young, yeah. and then I'm like, I don't have any hair, and they're like, oh, well, okay. It's not the M- <laughs> MVP, it's the uh, MPB. <laughs> Most ball player? No, uh, male pattern baldness. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, though. I embraced it. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine, damn it. Fine. <laughs> like, fuck. Uh, you had a shaved head for fucking... Long time. Ever, huh? Yeah. 
Like Archie, he started losing his hair when he was like 19 or something too. Yeah. yeah. So early. I, I kept the mullet as long as I could, and then it was like, okay, time to shave it. Yeah. Um, so going back, yeah, we I, just grow the fringe. Yeah, I, I call that <laughs> I call the, the sack, the George Costanza, just just <laughs> yeah, all curly gray around the sides, comb over. So uh, so going back to you growing up in San Clemente in uh, yeah Capo Beach, Capo Beach. Yeah, like uh, like well, what was your like your sorry to interrupt, but like your your Grom, obviously your okay. surf family, your dad shapes. Like, <clears throat> what was your first words? Uh, uh, they're like uh. He wasn't so much shaping as like uh, he was. He had a surf shop in like '75 or something, '74, '75, and then he sold that to uh, Jim Nudo. Like he still still had, there. had his name on it, you yeah. know. Uh, no, now it's Catalyst. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, like I get boards from like uh, uh, Randy Slay. Uh, Terry Martin, mm-hmm. like, cause we lived right there at Cabo Beach, and so the Hobie factory was right down the street. So I'd go down with my dad and get to fucking like uh, watch Terry Martin shave a board or something, and then fucking they get painted and we'd fucking put handprints on it and stuff like cool shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Cause that's a big deal, like when you're a kid and, and you know one getting a custom board, but being involved in the process, going into the shaping room. Yeah. You know, putting a handprint coloring, like, oh, I want it like this guy's spray that I saw on some magazine. Like, I mean, yeah, it's it was, it was, personalized. It was, yeah, it was super cool. Like, Terry Martin, he lived right down the street. Yeah. And I went to school with this kid, Josh. But, uh, yeah, he was a shaping machine. Yeah. He told me, like, he's all, yeah, your dad was the best surfer I ever seen. So then he met your mom. <laughs> <laughs> then it was over. Yeah. Checks. It was fucking. That was so funny. I was laughing. That was just like a couple of years, like a few years ago, right I've, before he died. I bet a lot of your dad's friends have so many like amazing stories that your dad wouldn't share with you, or yeah. you know, like oh, yeah, like yeah, I good or bad, you know, good good stories that you know, <coughs> as you get older and you come closer with some of the you know I mean, older like just being a kid was cool though back in in the seventies and stuff. Like nowadays, I feel so sorry for the kids. Their lives it's like fucking. Shitty music. They don't really get to go outside. Like, I was allowed to ride my bicycle. I was allowed to ride my bicycle from my parents' house to my grandparents' house on the beach, which was like probably two and a half miles or something. When I was eight years old, I'd be able to ride down to the beach and go surfing by myself in front of my grandma's house, come in, and then ride home, you know, for dinner and stuff like that. But eight years old, I was allowed to go surfing by myself, like yeah. a couple miles away from home and shit. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, we we talk about that a lot. Like Kids things have changed. I mean, you know. <clears throat> the, the the like helicopter parents you know or just the safety like there's a lot of crazy people out there I mean there was crazy people back then but yeah but there wasn't so many people there wasn't like, as many people like if you drove yeah. down the um like you probably weren't the five freeway it still had like you know like oranges and fucking strawberries and shit on the side of the road yeah like, it was very all un- through like uh Mission Viejo and Irvine and shit like that yeah now it's just ridiculously crowded and dangerous so now the whole place is paved yeah. So okay. it had to have been trippy, like like you're saying all these different shapers and names and stuff. And did you did Not you really realize? Trippy. Did you when did you realize like your dad was like a big time surfer? Like did that ever like? Uh, I mean, I always knew. Like yeah, yeah. Like uh, so I'd go down and surf in the San Onofre contest. Like I won that nine out of ten times, nine out of ten years in a row. 
No. But mostly rode a longboard or not or like semi longboard like yeah. Ride the nose and stuff like that because uh, the only I got third one year and that's because I rode a shortboard. Like the judges, they shortboards didn't really fucking yeah. do yeah. it for me. You know, they wanted to see somebody on longboard. People always ask, "Can you ride a longboard?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can ride a longboard." Like, you know, dad would have castrated me if I couldn't ride a longboard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that I mean that's important too to develop. I think your your style and 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 your ability to like ride quickly. Anything. Yeah, like yeah. I mean it's. A, Everybody's like, oh, it's a longboard. It's easy. You're going straight. I'm like, there's so much more to it. Like, if somebody's yeah. just judging it and never done it. and Yeah, we, we talk yeah. about how it gives you more power. more You're more polished. You're more smooth. And just, yeah. My dad always made me, like, ride a bigger board. Even when I was getting surfboards made, like, my friends would all be getting fucking super shortboards. My dad was like, no. He's all you're riding fucking, you know, like, I wanted, like, a, uh, something like 4.9 or something like that, you know? No, you're getting that fucking... A five two or a five six or something, yeah, something that you're gonna fucking catch waves on, yeah, which was smart. Like, and nowadays, like I ride a bigger board. You've seen some of my boards. I yeah. ride a bigger board, and everybody's like, so many people tell me, oh, I can't, I couldn't ride that. It's way too big, but just never tried. Yeah, they never they tried. Still, yeah, they still turn, and I got a six and a six eleven, just a little fun like. I don't mid length or I don't know what the, the yeah. coin now name is, but uh, oh, it turns kind of like a fun board. Yeah. Well, they call them that for a reason. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> fun, and I can catch everything. Catch everything. Like yeah. that was the thing. I was riding shortboards a lot. Like, dude, I I got myself on a six nine that's like twenty two and a half inches wide. Yeah. And pretty thick styrofoam. And a styrofoam one? I, well, I mean, it's like Regular. epoxy. Yeah. yeah. But my fucking wave count went up like fucking, dude, 5,000%. Yeah. yeah. I went from catching, uh, I was surfing with Andrew Doheny, and he's, one day he's at River Jetty, she's like, Dan, you're catching five waves to every one of mine. Yeah. I go, yeah, that's because I got sick of catching one to every five of yours. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd be sitting out there on a shortboard catching nothing. Yeah. Like, I, saw, I saw you at uh, Rincon last winter. Yeah. And... I was already surfing for a couple hours. My back was already like seasoned up. My grom was out there, and he come by, and you're on your seven two or no, yeah, so or like a six nine, six nine, but it's, but it's thick and wide. Yeah, he's all, hey, I got another one on the beach. Go grab it and <laughs> yeah. come out. And I'm like, dude, if I if I could move, I would, because my back is toast. And I just went in and um, video was videoing my grom, but uh, yeah, yeah you were catching catch waves. Yeah. yeah, you're catching a ton of waves. Because fucking, dude, I could sit out like a trestle, I could sit out past the long borders and still catch like the medium waves. Yeah. Because the styrofoam fucking floats so, so good too, yeah. Can't like I can't go back to riding regular poly boards because yeah. it's like dragging an anchor. Yeah. So so going back to your early days growing up in in uh, Capo and Saint Clemente. Uh, did, okay, so elementary school like a normal day. I'd go to school. I'd get home, and then I'd get my surfboard and I'd walk down to fucking Capo Beach Park. Or ride a skateboard or something and go surf out at Capitol Beach Park was like, uh, my grandparents live at Pochi. <clears throat> so that's the other end of the road was Capitol Beach yep. Park. And it actually used to break pretty good fucking uh, back then, like the right around 1980 and stuff like that. And then, uh, like, I think, yeah, around 1980, uh, my uh, I was best friends with Jason Jesse. You know who that is? Yeah. And skateboarder right? yeah, yeah yeah he he lived near me him and this other kid jason sin 
You know who Jason Sin Jason is? Jason Sin, yeah. 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 It was me, Jason Jesse, and Jason Sin. Like, uh... That was the Rat Pack. Yeah, yeah, in fifth grade. Yeah. We were 10 years old, you know? And so, uh, I'd steal weed from my parents. <laughs> Jason Jesse would steal money from his, and we'd meet at Jason Sin's house, because, like, uh, you know, his mom worked, and there... He didn't no have, supervision. No, yeah, yeah, no supervision. And his, his older brothers were kind of gnarly, and so they had bongs and shit like that. So me and Jason Sim would sit there and take bong hits every morning before school. <laughs> and fucking uh, Jason Jesse would watch because he was like a good little Mormon kid. And then we go to the store and buy candy and then go to school. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'd have a backpack with all kinds of weed in it and stuff. So, like, like, and I couldn't roll joints, so I'd have to, you know find some of the older kids like after school and stuff hey can you roll some joints for me I'll give you some weed like <laughs> so good yeah and then they had there's a lot this of guys like, salesman over here a little negotiator they had a lot of uh, wooden half pipes back then like around the area and stuff like that and <clears throat> they were uh, like a U no flat bottom oh <laughs> sketchy yeah, well no it's just it's different it's one pump yeah <laughs> with like more vert than, than transition? One, one side would be like eight feet, and then the other side would be like eight foot, but then there would be just plywood that went up, so it'd be like, you know, 12 feet or something. Yeah. Like, and these are homemade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, you, there've been ton, tons of houses. We yeah, have that here. lots. Yeah, so yeah. we have all these houses being built, and we just go at night or in the alley and get cut yeah. wood, yeah. On skateboards, we got like three, three pieces of plywood and some freaking Jer- I think, you know Jerry O'Keefe is a shaper? I don't know. Yeah, uh, he he's been around forever, but uh, I think his he had a skateboard ramp on the side of his house. He had like a nice house on the bluff overlooking. Yeah, uh, the McNulty's house on Beach Road. They had proper ramp then. Huh? Was it? Well, he no, that was like the first one that uh, I skateboarded. I think that had flat bottom. Mm. Like so, you go down and then pump and then pump again to go back up. And yeah, like there was a gully on the other side, so it was really dangerous. Like. If you went off the edge, you were going into like rocks and like <laughs> pond scum kind of stuff. Like it was pretty gnarly. But yeah, growing up around there was cool. Like I got to surf with the McNulty's. Uh, Dude, there's so many heavy. Charlie Berry. Like, yeah. and then. Heavy dudes coming up uh, there. Well, just on, on Beach Road was kind of crazy. Like, because Hobie Alter lived there. My grandpa was there. Uh, my grandpa's brother lived a couple doors down. Then. Wayne Schaefer lived next door. He did all the testing for like the Hobie cats and stuff. Mm. And uh, Gordon Clark lived on the street. Um, Huey Linebrook was—he was a really good surfer. Like uh, there was a lot of really good surfers yeah. around. And um, like Phil Edwards and Mickey Munoz and stuff would be at my grandpa's neighbor's house, like you know, on a daily basis and stuff. So wow. yeah, it was cool. Like Mickey, Mickey's gnarly. Like I saw that guy surfing a couple years ago, like on a stand-up. <clears throat> first time I tried it I was out there he's all oh you got your paddle backwards I was like, oh okay cool I can, so we got that straight got the paddle right but uh, I, I, I barned it like that too I was like <laughs> paddling I'm like this way it feels good and they're like no you gotta turn you it around and I'm like it, yeah cause oh. you think it, you want it to go as a scoop yeah, scoop you, you want it to catch yeah. and push while you're out here versus back here yeah like, I guess just, so. yeah it's <laughs> weird like I'm not still not very good at it but I can uh Dude, watching Mickey, like, he was out before me. I was out. I came in, and he was out fucking, like, an hour or two after me. And he was just paddling circles around me while I was out there, too. And he's, like, 80 years old. Yeah. Just yeah. waterman. Yeah, I think he's still out there doing it. <laughs> the fountain of youth. Yeah. Fucking, that guy is, 
like serious. So, so gr- growing up, I mean, were you, you know, outside of that contest at Sano that, you know, was, was there like WSAs you were doing or traveling? Yeah, I mean, there started WSA and uh, NSSA and like... Getting sponsored and stuff? Kind of, yeah. Like... Uh, was Astrodeck formed by then? Astrodeck started in 76. Like my dad ended up selling his surf shop. Yeah. Or might, maybe it started before, I'm not sure, but I know he like sold the shop and went full-time into Astrodeck in 76 yeah. because... Like, uh, wax sucks. Yeah. And so there had to be something better, you know? Yeah. And that was super cool. And then he started doing some, uh, he made a couple promo videos. Yeah. Like, uh, for the trade show or whatever, you know, so he could, um, promote, the, like, and have something planned at his booth or whatever. Yeah. Because he had, like, uh, all the best surfers riding and stuff. Like, and his first, the first one he made was, pretty fucking cool it had like uh had i think marvin foster and michael ho and stuff like that so that was his like marketing after yeah. marketing video yeah. for the trade shows but. and that was like uh like i don't know the late 70s early like 1980s something somewhere around there and so that's how the uh he started into making the filming his, and yeah movies. yeah because he's he made a fucking like little promo video first and then you know one thing led to another and then came wave Warriors. Yeah. yeah. But, He's like, I know all these people. I go to the same waves and like... Well, I, yeah. Because he, he was a surfer and stuff, so they all respected him as a surfer. So when he was going and asking them to try this stuff, like it wasn't like just some like random dude, you know? Yeah. And he, Your dad's kind of business savvy, right? Uh, for, being a, uh, for being a high school dropout. Yeah. yeah. Him and my mom are both are high school dropouts. Yeah. My mom's super fucking smart. Yeah. But... Uh, my dad, yeah, he's smart in a lot of ways, and then there's other ways where, like, you know, he made mistakes, he fucked up, like, uh, he should have patented the utility of the fucking, uh, of asterisk, like, the idea of traction on the surfboard. Yeah. Instead of patenting the, the formula of the product, because that's why there was so many other companies popping up after. Yeah and, yeah, and just copied him, like, Tractop copied fucking every one of his designs yeah it's kind of ridiculous yeah every every everybody was like they knew it worked and it was like okay like that's the future and i mean at at the beginning it was just like but it, i don't have to, to wax even like, even to this day though he still has the best traction there is like none of the other stuff compares yeah yeah it's because for one he's a surfer and like a lot of the other traction companies, the guys are sitting in a cubicle, like looking at colorways and stuff like that. Yeah. Kids. Kids uh, are here. Um, How many kids? Yeah. Uh, Fourteen and ten. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so that was obviously, you know, you're around. You know, your dad's got businesses, Astrodex, Surf Shop. You're doing contests. Well, I he mean, did. Uh, he did Astrodex, but so he needed. Uh, People didn't understand, so he did a lot of, like, fucking, uh, a lot of kind of promo stuff where he was going to the, when it first started out, it was, like, the whole deck, and, yeah. like, people didn't know how to put it on, so he'd have to go to, uh, uh, like, surf shops and give demonstrations. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, how to put of, it on. of how you put it on, you know. You <coughs> Custom cut, was it coming in sheets at that time? And you, they, it, it, was, it was coming, like, uh, like, kind of like the outline of a board, basically. And so you fucking, it was usually the tape was cut down the middle, 
Yeah. And so you like peel, peel it and put it on from the middle, you know, and then you have to get all the bubbles and everything. Yeah, make sure you didn't have any bubbles and take a pinhole and get rid of the, or a pin and put holes in it to get rid of the bubbles and stuff (laughs) like that. Like it was kind of a gnarly process putting it on because it was a full deck. Yeah. And then once you started doing just, uh, but I think he maybe started doing like, uh, like Pac-Man and like oh, yeah. Space Invaders. Like designs. And yeah, yeah like, cause he, he wanted to do like youth. shower bottoms and stuff too, like fucking bathtub yeah. appliques or whatever, you know? But that's what I remember, like the kind of more yeah. like tub bottom applique. Like, he, yeah, he put it straight up stuff. pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, yeah, the stuff was normal. Day, yeah. yeah, cripple and nipple and shit. Like, fucking, <laughs> no, no, no padding. It was just like, like, the yeah. thin, like a thin tape. Yeah. And so I think once he started doing that stuff, then he got into doing the actual just the tail patch and stuff. And then, like, he wrote a skateboard too. And so that, like, common sense was. The Put a kick tail, yeah. 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 I mean, that was revolutionary. Yeah. You know, because... The arch bar and yeah. the... And the all, yeah, yeah, like all kick of it. Tail. Like, kick tail. Kick tail. Like, as soon as the kick tail came, I, I don't think... I, I mean, I've had a few boards without tail pads, and that's... I've been serving, you know, 30-something years and... Yeah. I don't, I don't ride years. without front and back foot traction. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's like anxiety. <laughs> and then my mom kept talking about closing up shop, and I was like, really? Fucking... No way. Yeah, that's killing me. Like, yeah. Fucking, yeah, I can't. Like, riding with front foot traction when I stand up, I want to fucking, like, grab it with my toes. <laughs> and when you're on wax, like, go like that, and then I almost fall over the front of my board because I'm not. Uh, I think it's it. a lot of mind, too. Just like in surfing in general. Like, yeah. you know, it's a, you know. I mean, as a kid, it was like, dude, my logo's got to be perfect. And if I had a ding, I'd be like, oh, this board's not going to, you know, like, there's so many, like, mind screws. <laughs> but, like, I think. That you with the whole head. traction, you know, obviously it works and it grips better, but yeah. it, it's probably like <clears throat> an emotional attachment too. Not only that, it saves like saves your board fucking like five hundred percent. Like, yeah. like I don't uh, don't break boards nearly as much with front foot traction. But you're heavy on them. You're, you're, uh, you abuse them. No, not not so much. Like fucking. My boards don't even get that dented, really. No, I just mean as a surfer, like you... Without traction, I always get holes in my board, yeah. like from my heel. And then it's because the uh, the stringer, the stringer doesn't give the glass around it. Yeah. And the foam sinks, so it cracks the glass, and then it cuts your fucking yeah. heel and stuff like that. Because, like, like, landing and stuff, like, you land on the stringer a lot of times, and, like, I get fucking my heel slice. Yeah. And you get a little fiberglass in there. Yeah. But the... Uh, with traction, that doesn't happen. Yeah. So, so it actually saves your board probably like so much. So your dad had a shop first before. He, yeah, right there in Dana Point. Yeah. The Herbie Fletcher shop. Any, any travel? I mean, obviously your parents like going to Hawaii, California, and the mountains and everywhere. Like, where, where were you guys? Well, you I guys go to Cabo. Like, yeah, we early. Went to, we went to Cabo a lot. Like, yeah. that that was some good memories. Like. Uh, because I, I remember that was, I mean, you guys obviously my grandpa, put a contest my grandpa down had there. A place down you there, guys. yeah. But, like, we were going down there since... Uh, Kids. Like, yeah, I got... We were down there on my uh, sixth birthday, I remember, because I, uh, I got a custom surfboard for my birthday. It was like a... Um, Six custom board. <laughs> dude, it was a sick one, too. Uh, it had fucking... Uh, what? Fucking... Darth, what, what? Darth Vader... And shit. The air, air spray? Uh, yeah. Uh, Stewart airbrush. Nice. No way. Yeah. Uh, 
and, and, that, that, and I mean, Star Wars just came out like what, 76, 77? Yeah, 76. You're like, yeah. Yeah, the end of 76 is when I got the board. And you're like, like, I want a Star Wars board. I want a Darth yeah. Vader board. No, no, it was like a, it was a surprise. Like, it was a, uh, I, I got a picture of the, I have a picture of it somewhere, but I got a picture of my dad. My dad had the uh, Big Brother version of the board, which was like, um, like uh, it had, oh, here it is. You got a photo of it? Yeah, this is oh the, the Big Brother. Like, this was the shape, too. It was a square nose. Oh, sick. Wing, like, like wing, a little wing. Pintail. Pintail, single fin. Yeah, and wow. see how that has the airbrush on the bottom? Yeah. yeah. Wow, mine that's had, so detailed. Mine had more of a, like, a space scene with Darth Vader and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's what... That, look at that air spray. That thing's wow. like... Wow. That's Bill Stewart. That is nuts. Like You have to send that to us because that yeah. is incredible. Look at that. And then... Wow. Look at those shorts and shit. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, those are Scott Z sandals, huh? With the blue? The blue strap? OP? <laughs> Scott sa sandals with yeah. the... Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, OP probably. Um, Lightning bolt, maybe. Well, no, like a lot of OP because my uh, Hoffman. Yeah, well, we grew up knowing like uh, Jim Jenks. Jim Jenks. Yeah, and you know Junior, Jim Junior. Yeah. And so, like, my grandpa helped finance fucking OP to start yeah. out. Yeah, I guess Don Hansen too of Hansen's help was a co-founder of that. Of uh, OP. Yeah. <clears throat> Possible. Yeah, with the air air spray, there's nothing like my my board had blue rails though. Like, yeah, that was the fucking. That's so insane. Yeah, so that's that's what I was riding there. I got pictures riding it too, like uh, doing like Cheater Five and stuff in Cabo. Yeah. Like, cause I got we got the board, and went to Cabo for my sixth birthday. That was so pretty cool. cool. That's amazing. But and, and I mean, yeah, I would I would assume, and that's why I asked. Like, man, your 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 parents, you guys probably you know my mom, chase swells. And, my mom and took us to the beach every single day. Yeah, it's so cool. And like. Uh, you know, like, it was cool back then, like, you, kids run around naked on the beach and stuff like that, oh, you know, yeah. like, and what was crazy back then is, like, like, being a little kid, we go down to Riviera and stuff, and the waves would be too big for me, so I'd be, be playing on a boogie board or something in the shore break. Yeah. But watching, like, the older kids, like, the McGonagall's and stuff like that, surfing, and, like, the waves were good back then. Like, yeah, guys yeah. were getting barreled and stuff like that. It was really, the waves used to be a lot better around here, I think, back in... Yeah, it was the like 70s. El Nino, El Nino years too. Seventies and early eighties. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we were little and we didn't know any better. After you know, no, but I, I do truly think the waves were, were better, way yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's more sand and the waves are better. Yeah, and like, uh, if you think about it, the moon's moving fucking like two and a half inches away from us a year, mm. and so like. Uh, that means less gravitational pull, right, with the fucking tides, with the tides and yeah. the storms and all that kind of stuff. And so, at two and a half inches a year, you figure like that was 40, 40 years ago and more. Yeah. So it's that eighty fucking, you know, like like a hundred inches or something. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did so uh, that has some sort of effect on it? Yeah. It, it was pretty cool though like yeah we did like like I said my dad did a lot of like uh, going going to places and giving demonstrations how to put on the traction or going to the contest and 
making sure guys had it on their boards and stuff. So like he was hitting all the shops up and down the coast, yeah, east I'd coast, go, everything. Go, go and the shops, yeah, and like that was the thing. Like was surfing. Um, I didn't uh, do so well in the contest, but I do like east coast tours, you know, go mm-hmm. and hit all the shops like promoting Astrodeck and stuff like that. And so that was super cool. Like had a really strong fan base from the east coast. And yeah, then, yeah, like. Uh, it was pretty cool. Like, we we had long hair as a kid, like punk rock. Like yeah, you, I had you long know. hair and then I had short hair, but like and then it went when colored was, hair and then mohawk. You I, went when, through all the when I was like ten years old though. Uh, I learned how to ollie. Me and Jason Jesse learned how to ollie together. No way. Yeah, and so my dad would take us to the Big O skate park every weekend in Orange. It was pretty cool. Me and my brother. Wasn't that everything like to go jam from you know down the street and be able to like ollie up curbs and just keep going you know oh. like that was the best that was a big thing. step in that was huge yeah yeah because there, there was no handicap like drop downs it yeah. was just curbs everywhere and i just curbs. remember like yeah the, the day i got you know was it, able to change everything curbs yeah. everywhere was the best gotta miss doing that yeah <laughs> right right we like, skateboarded i don't yeah i don't everywhere. do that anymore either Ugh. i mean we had bikes and cruisers and we'd ride at the beach but we pretty much rode skateboards miles a day everywhere Gosh. yeah and then when I was older, I did too because my dog would pull me. Sometimes he'd pull me up to like 10 miles a day. Finding those little That's like awesome. curbs, the little waves, and finding like little cool little banks. Oh, and yeah. like, yeah, we, we, we had one, we had this like black asphalt hill little, by these uh, big oil refineries. Yeah, a little. And dude, we would surf, skate these, everything. These, you know. Yeah, we'd have contests. We had one, we had a couple like. We call them, you know, the, the there, there was one at the base of the pier before, yeah. and we'd be like, we hold contests, like how yeah. many snaps, cup, you know, like it was yeah. so much fun. Like <laughs> the, the pier was cool when I was a kid. Like it was like actually kind of like with the with the arcade down yeah, below. It was kind of gnarly. Like yeah, dudes with fucking snakes around their necks and fucking. It, it was a little mini Venice like Beach for sure. Mini Venice Beach. Yeah. Meddlers on BMX bikes and yeah, they would they would do like the, the juggling. No, just like the the BMX like guys, and then the skateboarders like the guys that are yeah. doing all the the I don't know what what the freestyle you know yeah like the, Here, yeah the freestyle here's an old shot of that at my grandparents' house with me and my brother that's so rad showing us our, our, archi- archives on the phone I love that you have all these this is sick well yeah I took you a picture of my mom's office like that's a Brad Bowman skateboard hey, my old bands those like, are the Rector uh, pads right yeah. Yeah, my brother was. I don't know what he was doing on roller skates, but <laughs> we never lived that down. With a flyaway helmet. Yeah. What um? I mean, what uh? I mean, that era. Like, what were you guys into music? Like, when did you start? Like. Oh, this like I grew, up, I grew up on uh, classic rock. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, if I could hear the Rolling Stones playing from like two blocks away on the way home from school, I knew I was in trouble because I'd have to go home and dance with my mom and shit like that. Like fucking, <laughs> mom would be drunk. Fucking. <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't wasn't much into dancing. She kind of freaked me out on that. Yeah. Hello. Teaching teaching you skills. Yeah, it's Christian. Hi. This nice is to meet you. Emery. Hi. How are you? Good. And how old oh are you? Goodness. I'm ten. Oh yeah? yeah. We were just talking about me being ten. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. We're gonna go to school. And then to where? dance. I have I have shoes though. Okay. Love have you. fun. Bye. Thank you. Later. So so see, just imagine. Like, imagine if she was taking bong hits every day before school. <laughs> right? That was your, that was the age. Yeah. Little That's kids. so crazy, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Different times. Ten, ten years old, just fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was it loose was, back it was then. So Different cool. times. We, we'd be on the way to the surf contest down at San Onofre, and like, my mom would have one of those club drinks between her legs, you know, the, the mixed drink in a can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a joint in her mouth and stuff going, oh, six o'clock and looking good. Like, fucking. Yeah. And we'd we're on time. We're, we're good. We're killing it. Contest. Like, they'd probably been up all night doing coke and shit. Like, but we're still on the way to the surf contest. Like, that on, didn't, hold on a second. That didn't matter, you know? Wow. Who's raping the dog? Yeah. yeah. You you need to treat your animals a little nicer, bro. Bro, we treat that kid <laughs> so good. So spoiled. Uh, he's just wacko. Schnuggles, you cut that out or not. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so Schnuggles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was a different It was cool. Like drinking and driving was like in like not so much a problem back then. It's not. It wasn't cool. It's not cool now, you guys. But it happened. Back then it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was cool because that meant fucking. My, my parents tried to tell me that was the worst time of our lives. So I'm like, fuck you guys. That was like the best time of my life. We'd be going to Magic Mountain and stuff. Like fucking. Yeah. Yeah. They have a drink between the legs. Like that was just part of the deal. I, I, I tell my kids, I'm like, man, you guys have it so easy. All you have to do is just show up to school and get good grades, and everything else is like cruise mode. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whatever you guys want, you just. Be good kids, get good grades, and then you, you, we, we're not going to complain. You could have the free yeah. reign. Instead, it's like. Is it? How, you got a lot of kids. Huh? I got no. I got three, but they're just like. Yeah, that's a lot. You got siblings yeah. just like to do this. You know, just push each other's buttons. I'm like, dude, it's like. Just Eighteen chill. year old. Yeah, that's my oldest. She's 13 a Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen and, and seven. seven. Yeah, it's busy. Uh, yeah, that's it's, a lot of years apart. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's busy, but it's good. I mean, it's just. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we, we have fun. So dude, I trip out on the fucking, the Turners, they got all kinds of kids. Dude, so many. Dude, they each have like four two. or something, right? Yeah. Uh, Timmy has five and Ryan has three. Yeah, yeah. so even though they could each have four, same idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, still it comes out to be fucking yeah. eight or whatever. Yeah, and they all work at the shack because that's their family business. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, wait, all Turners here. Yeah. <laughs> no. A few others. Yeah, but, uh, it's super cool though, like fucking. Yeah. But yeah, lots of kids. Yeah. So those guys rip. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I, I love their like approach too of just like I just want to surf good waves and you know, right. Just don't really give a fuck, right? Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're they're freaking surfers. Yeah. They're you know? they're yeah. They're not like, oh I'm trying to be the No, cool they're surfing for all the right reasons. Yeah. yeah. Like Passion. That, that's so that's like uh, few and far between nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody this is like you know, there's so many goddamn coaches and whatnot. Like, yeah, it's too to, much pressure and it's like not so, fun and it's a big yeah. joke. Yeah, there's only you know there can only be so many like yeah. Like my dad used to yell at me a lot like surfing and stuff like tell me I was the worst paddler ever and stuff like <laughs> like he'd be yelling at me from the pier and Huntington paddle like 12 years old like screaming at me and stuff and finally I just got sick of it I turned around fuck you like fucking <laughs> your other parents used to trip out like fucking it was funny we'd be yelling at each other back and forth off the pier. But I, he wasn't really coaching you, right? Oh, he's just yeah, trying to yeah, get no, surf he, better. He, he's just—he's gnarly in general. Like it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah. God damn it, get the fuck out of the water, you little pussy. But <laughs> like, uh, then, tough love back then. then yeah. if, I, if I didn't go out because, like, the one time we were in Hawaii, <clears throat> and it was just gnarly, and he's like hassling me and hassling me to go out. Well, fucking no, I'm fucking not going to the water. And so he went out and just 
a huge set can. Me and my brother were in the car honking the horn and shit like that. And he just got annihilated, broke his board, ripped his shorts off. His shorts were like on his leash. Fucking, and he comes in and he's all, God, you're so lucky you didn't go out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 you know. And he'd tell, he'd tell you that stuff, but then he'd go out and drop in on you and run you over. I like, was like, fucking really? Like, yeah. I mean, going back to tough love, but your, your whole family, I mean, you're, you guys are nuts. Yeah. I mean, it just in a normal. good way. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, it like, just seemed normal. Like that was just part of the deal. Like, like your so, dad, like, I'd have some of my friends, you know, like trying to get them to go out places and yeah. stuff just cause like it fucking, but like, I, I know their skill level, they can handle it, but they got a mental issue that wouldn't fucking, why are you such a dick? Like I wasn't like trying to be a dick. It's you're just trying to encourage them to get out there. Yeah. And that's cause that's what, you were me, yeah. yeah. Damn, get the fuck out there. Like, yeah, need, need, need that's exactly little. what happened to your dad too, probably. Oh like, no, no, his dad didn't surf. Well, I mean, like other dudes. Yeah, but his his brother was a surfer, his brother John. But your dad charged, and oh yeah, I mean, he, he's still charged. Like, yeah, doesn't surf much because he's been so hurt and stuff. Yeah, but when he does go out, he still rips, but just only for a few waves. Yeah, then he gets out. Yeah, like, and I mean, there's. I mean, there's... But my whole life, he's dropped in on me and ran me over. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was great, though, because he made it so I could surf with any crowd. Like, yeah. Most of my friends didn't want to surf trestles or pipeline or stuff like that. And, like, even to this day, I go surf Malibu a lot whenever in the summertime. Yeah. You're like, there's nobody out here. you can handle. Uh, yeah, and I go ride all sorts of boards, like, ride yeah. a little bit of everything. I, sh- I stay in my wetsuit all day long and just do laps. Yeah. Uh, he does. I cigarette. see him everywhere. And for those that... Obviously, you know, don't know you like and see you a, a lot. If you surf and the waves are good there, you expect Christian Fletcher to show up because yeah, he will. Yeah. He does. I swear. Well, I've seen like, him. Everybody goes to like one beach. Like, yeah. See, I go where the waves are good. Yeah, and I've seen him all everywhere. over the place, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, dude, I'm doing the same thing. I got my grom. I'm just trying to expose him to like good waves. And yeah, yeah that was that was the cool thing when I was a kid too. My dad would take me and we'd go to Malibu like. Even though I didn't do well in school, as long as I didn't ditch any classes, when the waves were good, my dad would fucking come pick me up from school and we'd go to, like, Rincon or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, your dad... Because those are the memories you... That, you know, school's important, but, like, ditching school and going to serve Rincon with your dad yeah. is probably... Your dad's Herbie fucking Fletcher. <laughs> yeah. Your dad is Herbie fucking Fletcher. Yeah, there was a lot of fucking... A lot of pressure. <laughs> it's it's crazy because... After my brother, there was a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah. But both of you... Have lived up to the name. Oh yeah, my, my brother, he's fucking gnarly. Gnarly. Yeah, but yeah, Christian Fletcher has, yeah. has, has earned too, the Fletcher yeah. name. Yeah, that's you know good. what I mean. Yeah, like so. So you're a skater, you're hardcore, you're coming a teenager, you're getting all this publicity at a young age. You got sponsors. Uh, like yeah, like, you know, I, like I had, uh, yeah, I had sponsors. Like I, they tried to kick me out of everything when I was like 12 years old. Like. Uh, Tried to make me turn pro because I did an ad for Stussy. Uh, I remember it, that it was a clothing. It was in a clo- uh, for his, when he just came out with clothing. Yeah. yeah. So I got like uh, and you were twelve. Yeah, I got my amateur status revoked and shit, and like it was a big old issue that USSF they were having meetings about it and stuff like that. And, Crazy. Uh, yeah, it all had to do with Ian. And Ian Cairns. Yeah, and so like. Uh, like it was a big issue and it's like I was in I was in the ad like more as a model than I was as a surfer you know yeah, yeah. like there was no surfboard or anything like that 
But back then, being an amateur, you weren't allowed to fucking be in advertisements. You weren't allowed to fucking accept money. Uh, like, you couldn't even get travel money back then so as an amateur. Yeah. Like, it was really strict. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand. Like, nowadays, the amateur kids, they make so much money and they stuff can, like that. Yeah. Like, everything's taken care of. Like, it's weird. Like, yeah. To me, that was a professional once yeah. you started getting paid and stuff. But I got really lucky. Uh, like I said before, my dad was, or my grandfather, you know, had a hand in helping out OP. Yeah. And OP was the uh, was the main sponsor back then of the NSSA. Remember yeah. That? Yeah. And so I think Jim Senior called called up and just told him like, look, uh, you know, if you guys want to continue getting like a check you're gonna have to let that kid back in the fucking program yeah, yeah. and so you're 12 you're, you're 12 years yeah old. so it's a big joke but at the same time fucking it's kind of funny like they've tried to get rid of me a lot of times but the roots are just too deep in the fucking yeah. industry there's nothing they can do about yeah. it yeah and honestly they, they shouldn't and have a find problem out, like my dad had issues with Ian Carnes before I was ever born <laughs> I just found this out a few years ago. That's and I was like, crazy. you need to tell me it's all your fault. <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> yeah, like, I couldn't believe it. So tell like, us. I was like, don't you think you would have wanted to mention that to me? Like, yeah. Tell us about like um, videoing, videoing those parts and making those wave warrior. Oh, movies. like it was super cool. Like, uh, like I'd go with my dad, and like I guess the first one my dad put me in was I think Wave Warriors 3 and he had a or maybe it was Wave Warriors 2 and there was just a couple waves but uh, like his partner and stuff wasn't too thrilled about it you know like cause uh, he felt that I was just a kid and I was in there with all these guys that were like super gnarly like pros you know there was like Dan Kiloha and Derek and Michael Ho all these you know everybody uh, Gary Elkerton Pods. whatever yeah all of them you know? yeah and uh so his partner wasn't really that okay with it who was his partner uh some guy <laughs> but uh yeah he actually just uh passed away but uh, pots was living here probably during those early no, no? not yet not yet I, I think he 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 probably came here like in like uh 84 85 or oh, something like, like that. a little bit later yeah but uh or I mean that's around when that that was actually the first uh, or second wave warriors. I think the first one may have been eighty two, so eighty three, something like that. Um, but like the waves, the waves I had were pretty good, and they were doing like some different stuff. Like, and then I had a full part in the uh, in the next one, wave warriors three. But yeah, he's just like, why are you putting them in there? Like, you know, because I was still a kid or whatever. But there, there ended up being a reason for it and yeah like it was pretty cool like uh you were surfing fucking good yeah and I got to have like uh I got to pick my music cause uh the band Gadney was I was buddies with those guys and it was like the local speed metal band yeah and then uh the next one Wave Warriors 4 my buddy Chris Williams he's actually passed away too he uh drove off a cliff with the cops chasing him no yeah full Thelma and Louise kind of shit he was yeah. trying to dodge the cops and flew off a cliff? Yeah. Up wow. in uh, Malibu. And so, like, at least he went out in, like, in a cool way, you yeah. know? I mean, like, if you're going to die, that's kind of cool. He's running from the police and stuff. But he was, like, the best guitar player I've ever seen. We were, like, the best of friends. And so my dad fucking uh, hooked him up somewhere to record 
some music and that was like the like full full metal shit yeah and like back then surfing didn't have fucking any yeah. sort of like metal kind of stuff yeah. what, what, was it GT's interview where you're talking about how you guys blood clot like oh, bloodshot <laughs> bloodshot you guys yeah did did a, a band you guys toured and like stuff did yeah, some events on the east coast yeah and, we went up the east coast and uh it was uh with um him and uh Ray Bones was playing the guitar yeah, yeah. And Rick Rock was playing the drums and like we had Hasoy and Sergi Ventura and I mean Jesus. how and, incredible yeah is how old were you then like 15 I was like 21 then oh shit but we went to like uh like the the better accounts you know and like they'd have like skateboard ramps set up and yeah you just pull up and throw a party anywhere you want yeah right? and then like then we we were playing in nightclubs like at night in those towns and yeah that was super cool like, I mean to yeah. be a, to be a surfer and be there on like an autograph signing tour or like you know pitching you know pro- whatever and then playing in a band at night like, and and, and skateboarding like we played at uh, Fred Smith's skate hut in Providence Rhode Island that was super cool like but the cops ended up coming and like you know kicked everybody out and then uh some some guy had broke into our car like we were in ocean city new jersey or wait ocean city maryland i'm sorry and uh like i met some guy whatever but then i get a i get a phone call and that was before cell phones you know like i get a it was like 91 or something. I get a phone call in the surf shop. Oh, what? If I can, somebody's on the phone for me. Hello? Like, hey, uh, what's up? Oh, nothing. How's it going? Like, he's all, yeah. I, I left a present for you in your car. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? He's all, yeah, you know, just fucking, uh, you know, enjoy it and fucking, you know, be careful. Or whatever. Oh, who is this? You all don't worry about it. Fucking, and so, like, <clears throat> I was like oh, whatever like that's the kind craziest of call ever weird, right <laughs> so after like the finished signing stuff I go out to the car and like I open it up dude somebody broke into the car to leave me something like, they broke in just to leave you something well I mean I guess broke in like is a kind of a bad way to put it but like yeah, but, but there, there, the car was locked and yes there was a president inside the car for me wow <laughs> yeah like it uh there, there, was a, there was an envelope that said, uh, you know, have fun or something like that and from from the P-Man for Christian. <laughs> I was like, from the P-Man? And, like, I remember, like, I met this dude. His name was Planners. Uh, I guess they called him that because he was, like, do foot plants and hand plants yeah. on a skateboard, you know? And so that's what I, fi- I figured that's who it was that must have left it, you know? like The P-Man. Yeah, I opened up the envelope and there was, like, two hits of acid in there. No oh way. God. Yeah, and so like I saved it till we got to uh, Rhode Island, and after everybody got kicked out of the fucking park and stuff, me and Hosoy ate it and fucking skated the skate park all night. It was so sick. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, it was like a six foot like wooden bowl. So bitching. It gets, see what best memories ever. Yeah. Somebody breaks into your car and leaves fucking acid for the you. The P man. Yeah. Well, I, I going back to I think that. I don't know if that tour, but one of the ones where you're in the band. It's yeah, like, that you was guys one. drove across country, right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah we, me, Ray Bones, and Jonathan Pasquich drove fucking and, and they, from and here to Florida to get started. And we met, like, everybody else flew out there. Oh, we had my dog with us, too. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was pretty cool. And then we rented a motorhome out there, but we broke down in, like, Arizona and had to get a U-Haul. And, like, 
so like part of the time one of us would we went and got a lazy boy at the Goodwill and so like it'd either be like me and Ray Bones fucking pick up a lazy boy and go stick it in the back of the U-Haul yeah yeah well because that way one person could ride in the back you know yeah like so sometime like uh, I'd be in the back kicking it with my dog back there and like just sleeping completely dark in the U-Haul you know yeah and then uh like I don't know we had Jonathan back there for a while Jonathan Pasquitz and me and Ray Bones, my daughter were up front driving. Like, it was, it was cool. GT oh, said they left you. Yeah, you got they left. They did. Fantastic. And that's back when, like, you said. Jonathan left me on purpose. <laughs> yeah, there was no <laughs> cell phones, no, no nothing. They, they left, like, fucking, GT was a fucking dick. He fucking, they left me in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. And, like, I had long hair, no shirt. And it was just, like, you know, rednecks and fucking blacks and stuff. And, like... Yeah, it super, was a, a wrong place for yeah, you. Yeah, super hungover, fucking. And they're this yeah. like. <laughs> Dude, they, G- drove, they drove like fifty miles or something. Yeah, like, GT said they're like two hours gone. Yeah, I had to. I had to. I called uh, the next shop we were going to. Like, I actually knew fucking where you're going. Yeah, and and I was friends with the guys because I've been going back there and doing those tours for a long time. You yeah, know? yeah. And it was uh, Roy Turner from Surf City. No way. You know, you know Roy. Yeah. He runs the shows now. Like, yeah, Surf Expo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I call I called Roy, and, and I was like, "Dude, like it, when those guys show up, I'm, I'm I'm stuck at a fucking gas station. They left you, and so Roy sent was sending one of his employees, Bailey, to come get me. Fucking oh wow, yeah, like fucking. But then all of a sudden they showed back up. Like I go, I'm gonna walk in and go get some candy or something, right? And they just fucking drove away. Yeah, they like, what a fucking dick. But they had a couple different. Cars, right? Yeah, two different cars, but yeah. I was in the I was in the motorhome with Jonathan. Yeah, and he knew. I told him I was going to get candy, and then he gets in the car and he drives away because he was pissed off at me. GT didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan knew. Yeah, that's uh, freaking they funny. They left me so hungover, just it was hot yeah. as shit too. Like, so yeah, that, that sucked. So when when you know going back into like surfing, I mean you're this hot. I went. When was your first air? When did you post your first air? Because that's pretty memorable. Like your first barrel, like your first yeah. overhead wave, or no? I remember like the first like time I had a good tube vision, but first air, like I don't know, like I was just like something that I thought like, well, like I, I didn't think of it as a big deal because I thought that's what you're supposed to be doing, like yeah. like like I said, learn how to ollie, you know, and yeah. like so I was going to the skate park and on the weekends and surfing and stuff, like so I just thought that's what you're supposed to be doing, you know, do yeah. on a skateboard. Like you slash fucking the coping and or yeah. on a driveway, yeah, you know, you yeah. do a fucking like a full Bertelman or something. Yeah, and so like, and you do an air on a skateboard, so you do a Bertelman on a skateboard. Why wouldn't you do a fucking air on a surfboard? You know, it just seemed like fucking yeah, a no brainer. Like I didn't even, I never even thought anything of it. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, your era, your like high school days, like you, uh, Archie. I didn't have many high school. Yeah, days. Yeah, 15, he dropped out. Yeah, I know, but. That, that age. era. Yeah. Your age. Yeah, like 15. Uh, that was like 80, 85 to 89 would have been my high school career. Yeah. And and you were surfing a lot of T Street. No, and I, was, like, I was like 15. Lowers? I quit school and moved to uh, Hawaii during the winter. So I, oh, wow. so I surfed Pipe I surfed the Pipe Masters in 85. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get into that? What do you mean? Just trials? Back then, you used to be able to get into anything. You walk down, pay your entry fee, and fucking, yeah, you surf the trials. Wow. Like, that was, that was like, so cool back then. Like, <clears throat> I'd go surf some of the contests. Like, I'd go to, uh, I went to France. I went to 
Japan, like when I was like 16 or something, 16 or 17, like. Pay your entry and, fee yeah, over you there. Yeah, pay your entry fee and your membership, and fucking, you go surf the trials. Yeah. And that's the way it was everywhere, pipeline, all of it, because it was just like, they didn't have the QS and the CT and all that. They just had one contest. Yeah. And if you paid your entry fee, like, and it wasn't filled up, then you go get in the trials. Like, if it was filled up, then you could be an alternate. Mm. Like, and, and the cool thing was, it's like, uh, say, say you do good in the contest, you're going to get a chance to surf against fucking Martin Potter, Shane Horan, fucking... Yeah, Tom if, you, if, you, if you're crushing and making it through the, the, the you, trials, you, you get, get to get against up. the best guys in the world. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they changed it to where you got to do the fucking the QS. So no matter how good you are, you're still never going to get a chance to surf against the fucking the best. top guys unless you fucking qualify on the tour. Yeah. And that was like a bunch of bullshit, you know? Because fucking, like, if you went and fucking paid your money, you sh- should have a chance to be able to surf against the best. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so you quit school fifteen. Yeah. Moved to Hawaii. Yeah. Ate mushrooms and acid and went surfing a pipeline every day. That's sick. <laughs> and where did you live? Uh, Lopez's house. Lopez, right there in front. Yeah, and then uh, next next door to the Weatherleys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, the Weatherleys live in the fucking the original Volcom house. Yeah. And that was right across the right away from me. I, I was on like the third floor, so I could just stare at the balcony and look down on all those guys. Like, look so, down on Slater and uh, Machado and all them. So you just packed up and moved out? And or, well, it was, it was kind of a, like, I could either sit in the principal's office and, you know, be in trouble and stuff over here, or if I can, I go over there and get paid to go surfing kind yeah. of, you know? Like, it's kind of a no-brainer. So who were you riding for? Who was paying your way? Uh, Quicksilver... Or, or Quicksilver or Gotcha like I rode for Gotcha and then from Gotcha I ended up riding for Quicksilver for a couple of years in Town of Country yeah so Town of Country was a while you had that yeah, for yeah well, because good... first I rode for uh, Town and Country uh, surfboards yeah and rode for like Quicksilver or something like that and then uh, then I ended up riding for Town and Country clothes and, and we started making like Christian Fletcher surfboards. So, oh, I remember that. Yeah, and so but then uh, town and country like ended up like I not doing the clothes. Yeah, like had a contract with them, and then they kind of like went bankrupt or something. Hmm. So we started making some clothes and stuff after that. What um? Was an interesting one. Yeah, I mean that's that's the life of you know professional surfing and sponsorship and brands of. I mean, yeah. come and go and gone over the years. But yeah, it's so weird. Like, some years back, like, I'd go to, like, the skate park and stuff, and all the kids, the only question they ask is, are you sponsored? Yeah. Like, does it fucking matter? Like, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I just thought it was weird. Like, the only reason the kids were riding skateboards is because they wanted to be sponsored and stuff yeah. like that. Like, like when you're young, that's... Just what you do, because it's well, fun. Yeah, and, and you, you buy stuff from the brands that you like, because that's what fucking makes it so they can afford to fucking sponsor the guys that are your heroes and stuff you know you, you got to support the brands you know like before you end up having them support you kind of thing yeah and the world just changed so much yeah For sure i mean i mean we talk about like getting sponsored 
you know, putting that sticker on your board and how like, you know, maybe that validation of someone you know, saying, yeah, dude, you're I, good enough to ride for us. But you're Christian Fletcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it, I just found it weird. Like the fucking kids, like they ask you because they saw you do something cool or something like that. But instead of asking you like what the maneuver is called or anything about the sport, yeah, all they care about is if you're sponsored or not. And, yeah. and do you have any free stickers? You got any carpet stickers on you? Yeah. You know, like, he must be sponsored. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, it yeah, is. I can, like stickers was like that. Like cash commodity almost, where it's like you have stickers you could barter and, and do oh, some yeah. serious trading. Oh, I, with still, stuff. I still have my sticker collection from when I was a little kid at my parents' house. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's in a tour of my parents' house. Like a lot of that stuff from like, um, where is it? Like, like my dad went to Japan in like 1980 or something and got me like stickers from the different uh, surf shops or something over there. Yeah. And what's funny is I still go back and visit those same places. They're still there. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Japan is so rad. So, so you brought up your Christian Fletcher surfboard label. Like, when did you start shaping? Or uh, back then, I wasn't shaping at all. As um, somebody else was shaping, and I was a designer more than a, a yeah. I didn't spend my time in the bay, but like more yeah, because just, like uh, I spent my time in the water. Yeah, I didn't never learn how to use tools. We didn't have like enough tools to put together a skateboard hardly in the house when I was a kid. Yeah. So did did you? Was it easy for you to learn how to surf pipe, or did you have to pay your dues? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of easy to learn, because my dad would be there and going, God damn it, get the fuck out of the water, you little pussy. <laughs> Charge it. Yeah, so I can, <laughs> you didn't really have a choice. It wasn't like, there wasn't a choice about it. Like, yeah. And he told me as a little kid, like, there's a few memorable things he told me, but one of them was, if you want to be a pro surfer, he's all, if you can't cut it at pipeline, you don't count. Yeah. But... He didn't tell me that, and then just leave me out in the. You know, he, like, he helped. Yeah, well, yeah. He had a he had a room at Lopez's house, and so he put me in a position to be able to cut it out there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, instead of just telling you that, and then like if I can fend for yourself, kid. Yeah, like, yeah. He told I'm me not going to go sit there and block block waves and do all this. I'm just going to you know encourage you and, and give you the tools to succeed on your own. Did you ever? We're dropping on you, run you over. <laughs> Did you ever get hassled <laughs> beside your dad? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. It's yeah. I mean, I almost fought just about every pro surfer there was. <laughs> For sure. Like yeah, I had major issues, like major issues. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that that was your your that was your mo. You know your. Well, you, I, was you, thinking, I, I was I was littler and. Like, people would want to fucking say stuff, and dude, I got a big mouth. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I'd tell them to go fuck themselves, you know? <laughs> and I wasn't scared. Like, what's the worst that was going to happen? I was going to get beat up. Like, fucking, yeah, I slam on my skateboard all the time. Like, like that didn't really scare me a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Back then, you could fight, though. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, yeah. back then, it was kind of like, Guys would just go in and throw a couple scraps and then, okay, okay cool. And we settled in and then go back out. Yeah. They don't know necessarily friends, but they'd be, you know, sometimes, yeah. Respect. Sometimes, no, yeah. You just, yeah. okay, well. well there, there's guys. Our, our I, agreement's I, over. Now it's like, you know. There's guys I've gotten fights with that, like, unless you fight them, they're never going to be your friend. They're always going to, like, got some, like, chip on their shoulder kind of thing. But after you fight, then fucking, they're your buddy after that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because yeah. you actually fucking 
stood up to him and fought, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times they end up beating him up and stuff. And like, after that, hey, what's up, Christian? Nothing. Yeah. How's it going, dude? Like, <laughs> everything was cool. Like, yeah. When I was in elementary school, like, the big deal was, like, uh, like, and if you had an issue with somebody, it's okay. Oh, I'll meet you at the bottom of the stairs after school. And yeah. like, yeah, like on a daily basis, we go down to the bottom of the stairs, and there'd be fights after school. Yeah. There, there, there was like that behind was at every school had their spot. Yeah, yeah. behind the backstop for us. Yeah, behind the backstop, yeah. bottom of the stairs. Ours was the park, you know, like across the street. Yeah, because we'd walk out. If you walked out on our field, like uh, there's stairs that went down, and so like out of sight, out of sight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it was cool. You know, you go down, you fucking yeah. fight at the bottom of the stairs, and fucking. Three, three o'clock high. Yeah, three yeah. o'clock high. See you at three o'clock. Yeah, it was cool. Like, back then, you could have, like, a good old-fashioned fist fight and, like, wasn't a big deal. Like, nowadays, it's, like, you know, <laughs> guns and knives and fucking cops. Yeah, it's like, yeah. some, settle down, tough guys. Everybody's going to, like, everybody's a tough guy now. They all fucking train jujitsu or something, but you can't fight. Yeah. Like, there's just too many cameras and somebody always calls the police, like, no matter what, you don't win. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever get into martial arts? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I took Kaju Kimbo. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. It's like a Hawaiian martial arts. Uh, Kaju Kimbo. Yeah. I was like... Kind of like a judo or like... No, 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 it's like karate, judo, kempo, kung fu, fucking... That's kind of like what Nueva was kind of, not that specifically, but he was, he had developed like a, he used a few different, um, you know, practices. He he was super gnarly. Yeah. But he, you know, it wasn't just a one. Oh, I heard this crazy stuff about him growing up because my dad and mom were buddies with him, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, super gnarly fucking. Yeah, I mean. So going back to. You're, you're like, here, here's a picture. How sick. Like, is that you? The karate yeah. kid. Yeah. That's a nice kick, and bro. Fucking Nathan. Did you guys get along or did you guys brawl? Oh, we got along um, back then. <clears throat> that looks like the Sears uh, or, or JC Penney's like, yeah. studio, <laughs> the blue background. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> Dude, I had we have those eight by tens. I had to have braces and glasses and shit. Like you had braces? Oh, for fucking years, dude. <laughs> and you had glasses? Yeah, because I had a, like a receding jawline, like overbite and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I had to go to vision therapy because I had a learning disability, and I wore glasses not because I had bad eyesight, but to, I don't know, correct something in my head. Like one, one, one too many. It works. Oh my god! So, yeah, I must have been like, like probably around eleven right there. So yeah. I would have put Nathan at like six. Yeah, so good. Yeah, right. It's fucking funny. So where where did you guys when you were groms? Where did you guys surf all the time? Like, uh, Pochi, Pochi, Pochi. My grandparents lived on the beach at Pochi. Okay. Cottons. Uh, uh, I mean, a little older. Actually, my dad had a. Uh, he had a boat in Dana Point Harbor. And so, like, when the waves were good, like, when I was probably 10 years old, like, 1980 and stuff like that, to, I don't know, 82 or something, we'd go down, get in the boat, and drive down to Trestles. In the boat. In the boat. Sick. And fucking anchor, anchor out there. Off. And that was only when, like, there was a good swell, 
and I remember, like I got, I had my uh, uh, five six Mike Perry. That was my gun, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'd sit off on the shoulder on the rights because, like, because I'd be scared, you know. So I'd be sitting like kind of out farther than everybody. Yeah. But then I'd get the fucking the sets it swung wide, and so I get some of the bigger waves of the day. And that was like when I was like ten years old and stuff like that. Sick. Cool. Yeah. Like my dad would go down there. And my dad would fucking like come in kind of close, drop me off so I didn't have to paddle too far. And then he'd go back out and anchor the boat and probably smoke a joint or something and then yeah. jump in the water. <laughs> now you can't even pull up a boat. They clown you so hard, huh? Like people just freak out. Oh, no, I don't give a fuck. I just got a Zodiac. I'm ready. Good. Nice. Yeah. I'm going there. I'm going to the ranch. I'm going all over. Good. Remember yeah. during COVID, those dudes that tried to go out there yeah. during, and, and anchor? In their the, boat? Got the waves got... Yeah. Wave, so during COVID, when they shut the beach down, some guys did a Zodiac and tried to anchor off at lowers. Yeah, and they and got cleaned up by a set and yeah. the boat got beached. And so then they got arrested. And then they got arrested. <laughs> what a bunch of dummies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was uh, it big? It was big, yeah. 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 Well, what, they just anchored the boat? In the ba- yeah, they yeah. probably didn't have a heavy enough anchor or parked it in the wrong spot and it just... I mean, it breaks so far out when it's big, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, all of a sudden, the sun will come in and just break way the fuck out there. But yeah, so, it was cool, though, like, going to Trussell's in a boat when I was a kid, and then we go, like, freeboarding on the way back behind the yeah. boat. Yeah. Pretty cool. Didn't you win the first surf about? No, the second one. Second one. Okay. Yeah, I think... Boothy won the first one at Creek, and then yeah. he won the first one at Lowers. Okay. It yeah. moved from Creek to Lowers. Yeah. And then Slater won it the year after you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was one and only time I made a main event. And you won it. Yeah, it was one that counted, yeah. though. That's the one that counted. Yeah. Right? You're, you're technically one of your, your a, home breaks in front yeah, of your... You know, the largest cash first. prize in surfing history, fucking yeah. at one point. Yeah. It's 30K, right? Yeah, like $31,725. And that was... In, 89. Wow. What did yeah. you do with all that money? Got <laughs> talked into buying a house. Like, um, it, it was kind of a strange time, though, because like... Uh, my best friend was Justin Roberson. Yeah. And he died like the week before the contest started, like, and he came over to surf the contest. You're kidding me. No, like. In 89. Yeah. And it's like, so it was like fucking. It was kind of weird. Like, uh, that was a rough one. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and that's what it was like. I forgot all about this thing today because I got a phone call this morning. My friend, uh, one of my friends was murdered last night. Like, what? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Murdered. Yeah. And I, I like, uh, I was watching it, like, the news stuff on it, like... Today. Double homicide in Pomona last night. Oh, my God. Just last night. Last night, yeah. Gnarly. Wow. Yeah, that's I completely forgot about this. And then I looked at my messages. It was like, oh, what time are you coming over? And it was like 12.30 already. I was like, oh, fuck, 2 yeah. o'clock. Crazy. Yeah. Shit, you could have told us no uh, no it's like whatever fucking like he uh, that was the life he chose kind of like yeah so yeah the surf surf bout I mean you had a name for yourself you're known for this progressive aerialist and then here and, you are putting the contest together and, and winning everybody tell me if I can like like uh, for instance I I was with Justin and we were driving into town we gave Davey Miller a ride you know yeah and uh, we were going to surf Alamona and the whole time Davey's telling me fuck you need to get back to the basics, fucking blah, 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 you know, start working on your cutback and stuff. I'm like, dude, 
you are tripping. Like, <laughs> fucking, the last thing I'm doing. Like, yeah. And uh, then that's what I used to get told by a lot of people, you know. And uh, then that contest came around and fucking just smoked those fucking dummies. Yeah. And uh, Davey, I saw him like six months after the contest. And he's like, dude, whatever you do, don't quit doing this. <laughs> yeah. I like, well, what happened to working on my cutback? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I yeah. mean, it, it, it was, I mean, at that time, you know. It yeah, they wasn't considered surfing. Yeah, it was definitely, you know, how the judges, and you know, interpretation. But, like, as far as the rule book, there yeah. was, it wasn't, there wasn't, it wasn't in the rule book, you know? So, no, they didn't know how to judge it at first, right? Yeah. Uh, they still don't, like, fucking, from what I've seen watching the contest, like, they're just not quite sure, like, yeah, what they want to see. Like, whether they want to see, you know power turns or errors or something yeah because uh that that last super you know portugal kind of super tubes like nat young that left was a 10 and he didn't get a 10 you know he got uh, i didn't see the he got so barreled he came out and did a freaking you know sick closeout car or whatever it was a sick tube but griffin got a 10 the only 10 the of doing i mean a full yeah. crazy you know, above the lip rotation, landed as clean as you can do it. But yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like it's subjective still. I mean, that's what surfing is and the judging criteria. Yes. Well, when you're being judged, that's somebody else's opinion. Yeah, yeah. But and so that kind of sucks. It's always going to be like that. It'll and be so hard to get it perfect. I mean, there's no way. You well, can it's get... impossible to be an unbiased judge too. Yeah, like yeah. I've judged things. It's really hard. Like. You see some oh, guy, you should, like, if you don't like the guy, no matter what, he's getting a bad score. Yeah. Oh, you should see my fantasy <laughs> surfer team. I'm so biased, and then oh. my guys suck, and I'm like, well, I don't want to put that guy on my team. I, yeah. I, I can't, you just can't do it, right? I'm like, yeah. I, he's probably going to do really good, but I he, don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I want these guys to do well, yeah. so I'm kind of jujuing the guys yeah. I want to do well. I'm like, I don't even care. That's, that's, <laughs> well, that's what I do, dude. Right? It's so uh, fun, but it's so frustrating. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Right? I'm but, like, why didn't I put that guy? He was on my team. I took him off. I put this guy. But, yeah, it's it's fun. But, no, I mean, you, you okay, know. So, hey, what, which one were you talking about? Fucking, uh. What's that? Uh, I'm Nate? looking at the fucking, uh. The, 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 the Instagram right here. <laughs> the Instagram? No, I'm looking at Portugal with fucking uh, Nat Nate. Young and John John Florence. Is uh, that the heat? Round of 16? Yeah, it was his round of 16. He, like, I think he posted it. Here. I think he posted it. Look at this. Here it is. Okay, because he's on. They're watching the heat. Like, that, I mean, that barrel was that, that barrel day, was sick. Like, deep. And long, and I'm like, okay, and then fucking, and that, uh, I mean, again, you're, you know, on, on a wave like that, it's either twos or tens, you know, or you know, sometimes you get in between. And then Griffin Colapinto. And um, what heat was he in when he did uh, that was the semis. Okay, right here, John, John, and Griffin. Right? Yeah. Did he got the ten? Yeah. 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 Here, I, you already got it. Everybody just posts. Yeah, I, I don't. Social media freaks me out. Yeah. Man. So he got a 10 on that. Yeah. Wait, that, yeah, let's see that again. It's pretty freaking nuts. Like, yeah, it's the same trick as everybody else does. Just did a little better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but just on the right wave, the wind, the right wave. The wind fucking was everything on that. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, the contest, you know, conditions change and they got to judge it within. You can't judge a 10 from the day before or four hours earlier. They got to yeah, look at so it in crazy, the moment. Yeah. yeah. But, but judging's really hard. But yeah. I, I mean, I do love, you know, what 
you know, guys are bringing to the table now. They're, I mean, it doesn't seem, you know... You so know, robotic? Yeah, robotic. Yeah, I guess that's the word, you know. Uh, like well, because they're scoring bigger maneuvers nowadays. Like, like when I was a kid, that was not part of the deal. It was like four to the shore, three to the beach. Yeah. Like, like in, and if you did, like... For just like little turns, but you went all the way to the beach, then you fucking got this huge score where I would do like two or three, but it'd be big ones. Yeah. And I'd kick out when the wave closed out. Yeah. Well, fucking back then, you had to ride the whitewash all the way to the fucking shore. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? The wave's done. Yeah. Yeah. You had to, catch you had to beach it, you know? Yeah. It was really. I funny. mean, if you look back at the old videos of like Carol and Curran and Aki and stuff, you're right. They, the whitewash. They, fin- they finish the wave, and then they're doing like layback snaps and floaters, and then cutbacks all in the white water yeah. to the beach. You're like, <laughs> Carol, I, Carol especially, like yeah. that dude would milk the all the way to the, the beach. They That's what they had to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it, I just remember him for 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 being such a little, you know. Oh, yeah. that was my brother's favorite surfer. Yeah, he's the only person who was like sh- short as he was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But he had the fucking gnarly as fucking tree stumps of legs. Like, you yeah. see the Quicksilver Shorts house? Yeah. Because he had such a small waist. Yeah. So they'd just be fucking like... He was... Like yeah. 28 Mighty or Mouse. something, you know? But then they'd be so short because they were so small. And, like, they wouldn't fit over his thighs either. Like, fuck, it was... Mighty Mouse. He probably hemmed his, his trunks. Yeah. <laughs> so a- after the surf bow, I mean, you, you didn't really pursue the contest that much? Or oh, you kind of just selectively... Just here and there? Well, no, like, I did interviews afterwards and, like, had kind of a fucking, like, big mouth, like, uh, and, yeah, so, like, there was, I wasn't, no matter how good I did, I wasn't making it very far in the fucking heat, because that was the one time that fucking, they fucking, uh, I almost lost my first two heats, but then I fucking... Just like one by a large margin, there was nothing they could do about it on all the heats after that. And well, I remember watching it, and it wasn't like you know, you were, you were wasting the whole wave and then doing an air like you see a lot of times. Like, no, like today, you were, I mean, backhand like, so, like, sometimes, yeah. Like, everybody's all, oh, you want to do an air? It's not really like I had, I had a, a lot of waves that were right and just smashed yeah, it, like, right? Like, the back times, dude, all the, the backs that you're going like upside down in the pocket, like releasing. Te- like, uh, I mean, well, if you go back and watch it, it's like that was another thing my dad would tell me. I'd go, Dad, can't we go circle left? Like, because yeah. we'd always, like, you know, we'd go to fucking Honolulu Bay, we'd go to Honolulu Bay, fucking yeah. all rights. Yeah, we go to rights, and my dad'd be like, Because he's look, regular. Look, I ain't spending all this money to go surf backside. Fucking. Yeah. yeah. And he's all, not only that, he's all, you want to be a pro server? He's all, fucking, you need to have a fucking strong backside. Yeah. Because, like, most guys. More scoring potential. Well, most guys don't want to go backside. Yeah. And so, when, like, when that comes up, like, you know, there's lots of rights and stuff. You need to be able to fucking yeah. have a strong backside because most guys, like, choose to go surf frontside so yeah. they don't have a lot of fucking yeah. practice backside. Did he ever try to make you go regular foot? Oh, yeah. 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 But uh, I, I'm, I was a stubborn kid. Yeah. And Nathan, too. Yeah. But going, uh, going surfing, like, I was stoked. My dad, like, brought me up going surfing all those rights. Because I got a really strong backside, and it's a fucking, uh, a way more competitive backside than I do a frontside. Yeah. yeah. Like, frontside, I got big moves and stuff, but backside, I could drop in and, you know, smash the lip 10 times, do floaters. Like, I'm way more contestable backside. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's important to be able to do. Yeah, more inconsistent frontside, backside, yeah. more like consistently can just come up and fucking smash the yeah. like. Yeah, I mean it's interesting on that like how some people are more creative, you know, on backside versus frontside, and some are you know like better, you know, like somebody favors, you know, one direction or the other. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I guess it depends on where you grew up and what you you know kind of your your style and ability. But well, I, I me I like just I like riding waves whether it's you know. Front side, back side, switch stance, going straight, whatever, short board, long board, tandem, board, like tandem, I, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's funny you bring that up because, I mean, you, I remember seeing you doing stand-up paddle contests, you know, oh, and you'd yeah, show up to Huntington and I'm surfing down the beach and here comes this mohawk looking bright wetsuit guy and he's paddling out on his knees not standing up because I'm not that good at the paddle yeah no <laughs> like most guys are you know standing up and they're on little you know you try to get away with the littlest board on on you know so you could you could yeah, whip yeah. it around and this guy's like paddling on his knees and as he catches it then he jumps up to his feet and I'm like what is this and then I, I saw it was like he paddles back out I'm like who's that guy like paddling and here comes Christian he's like hey what's up he's like oh, it's crazy the stand up paddle board is like the boards are so big but they're so light yeah because you really notice the uh, he, he, the lightness once you, the boards get bigger because there's a styrofoam yeah so like the weight difference is so and he, crazy he, he's all yeah I, I'll, I'll enter anything and yeah, he's all I, I, I shaped this at Timmy Patterson's oh, I glassed it I, out, yeah. I glassed it overnight just cured I just got here this morning like he's <laughs> yeah, I still got the thing the thing's so sick he literally just like glassed uh, the board the night of yeah, and, and like shows up and with a paddle you can really fucking you can fucking like do a paddle plan you stick the paddle in and then you can just throw the crazy. tail on those things yeah it's crazy yeah and then and then I mean, uh, I've raised street luge I've yeah I've done all sorts of shit. And he's like, all, yeah, I, I just did a boogie board contest, like, I don't know, like a couple months ago. He's all, I enter anything. Oh, yeah, I've, I've been to the boogie board contest, like, down in Cabo and shit. Like, I'm like, I love I'm it. Like, I'm a true like, waterman over I here. I just like going and having fun. Whether totally. It's, like, I did the, uh, I raced street luge because that was the only way street I Street luge? Yeah, the lay down skateboard where you go really fast. Yeah. And leathers and shit, like yeah. Tiger Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> like Guy Motil. No, so, guy, guy Grundy. Photographer. Yeah. yeah, guy Grundy. And the downhillers, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I ended up trying it out somewhere, and I was like, whoa, this is kind of cool. Like, I thought it was pretty lame, you know? And then I tried it out, and I was like, wow, that was cool. Like, I was going fucking really fast down the hill. And, like, I didn't have leathers or anything like that. And at the bottom of the hill, I was like two seconds or something behind this guy that was like a fucking like gold medalist oh. or something in the fucking X Games and shit. I was like, oh, fuck, and that's it. I'm fucking getting me one of these because I figured um, you like, I'm right there at the well, championship. No, I, I, I hung out with mostly skateboarders, but, like, there was no way I was going to get my way paid to go fucking to, like, the Gravity Games or the X Games or something like that, you know, because, like, yeah. I was a surfer and they didn't have that in surfing. So Ashland. Uh, I figured uh, fucking street loose. That's my end so I could go party with my buddies. <laughs> And I ended up going to like the Gravity Games in fucking uh, Rhode Island and shit. That was pretty cool. That's through, through street luge. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and so like fucking, like, dude, street luge was pretty sick though. Like, not so much the contest thing, but just like riding down hills. Yeah. Like, I did the grade from Mammoth to Bishop. We got out and fucking. What? Yeah, like the 6% grade for fucking, what is it, like eight miles or something? Yeah, like nuts. Yeah, and uh, we get out and go in the emergency lane and get up to speed. And once you get up to speed, then pull out onto the highway and like fucking, you got a picture, dude, the speedometer in the car said 84 miles an hour and fucking we're in the turn, fucking 
Wow. You were going 84. Well, the car was, and it was right behind us, yeah. Holy you were You were street, street luge. I was in front of the car. Oh, my. On a street luge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down the Sherman grade. Yeah, it was fucking cool. Right? Like, it was going so fast, like, and, and the vibration from the, the asphalt makes it so your fucking eyes start Blurry. to, yeah, they start to fucking, like, wobble and stuff like that. So I was making all these crazy faces going, trying to make it so I could see straight, like, fucking. Yeah. Wow. Because you're going too fast to, it's a Flintstone sport. You know, you gotta, for the brakes, you put your feet down. And so you're Are you wearing leathers and, yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, proper. But shoes start smoking and shit, you know, like, you go through shoes really quick. And so, like, uh, it was going, at that speed, it's kind of too fast to put your feet down. Yeah. And so, so you just had to ride it out. It was fucking fishing, wow. though. Like, fucking, like, passing Cadillacs and shit like that. Like, it was Dude, cool. you're nuts. Then, did did I you get a moto, too? Yeah, and the street bikes. Because it was kind of like a street luge, except... You just love you to go, go fast. Yeah, well, yeah, except you go uphill and downhill and stuff. And, like, so I, I went out to... I was doing some, like, uh, some show we were trying to do, like, some sports show kind of thing where I was the host and stuff. And the, uh, you inter- I'd interview people, and then I'd go do the sports with them. And so, the, yeah, so the first one was this one with uh, John Hopkins. He was, like, a, a young fucking up-and-coming road racer. Was this a show you are pitching? Or no, no, we were working, I was working on it with my buddy, but it was... Uh, uh, it was called Dialed In or whatever mm. and like it's kind of like uh, like around 2006 or something kind of like the beginning of the internet shows sort of you know mm-hmm. yeah and things didn't end up working out very well but uh, that's besides the point I got to go road racing like because my friends all hey will you go out to the track with them you know after we did the interview and stuff I'm like yeah that'd be sick and I went with some of my other buddies that were like motocross guys like uh Mark Gabriel and stuff like that. Scabs. Yeah, and a couple other guys, and they thought they were going to smoke me because they're, like, you know, dirt bikers and stuff. And, like, I know how to ride a motorcycle, but I wouldn't, like, I wasn't really into the dirt bike stuff. And uh, we get out there and just fucking, like... Send it. Yeah, smoke those dummies because I was used to riding a street luge. <laughs> so I had I had to pick a racing line through a corner, but I had to come out of it with speed because you don't have a motor. And so they're used to dirt bikes where you go as fast as you can and then you fucking pretty much stop in the corner and then fucking gas it again. Yeah. Well I was used to going through corners without fucking any motor, you know, to get going again. So you had to pick a good line on a street leash. Yeah. So I I understood that with the fucking with the motorcycle so go and fucking do your braking ahead of time and then fucking lean into the corner yes. and on the gas on the way out like so yeah it was fucking and those guys want to go really fast and then practically stop you know and then yeah. turn yeah that that's for dirt bikes yeah <laughs> they're like funny. what the fuck any, how are you going I mean all this crazy or? shit you're doing and like errors and pipe like any major and, injuries in your career uh, like? I broke my or fractured my femur or something uh paddling out of the wedge oh that wasn't too long ago right 2015 yeah I remember that duck diving yeah got folded in half like a taco shell until it fucking like broke oh but I mean that's that's been the worst I um I did I broke my leg and foot road racing like in the first lap of practice and 
dad taught me as a kid, you know, duct tape will fix anything. Fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mexican steel. Hey, well, once it's duct tape, that thing you're good. Yeah. And so we duct do- tape fixes everything. <laughs> it's Mexican steel. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> mile an hour tape. Like so, we duct taped up my. I duct taped up my leg and then my buddy helped me like, get in my boot and went out and raced and it was cool. Went from like 16th to second by the end of turn two. Wow. Second. Yeah, I was stoked. Dang. But yeah, so now I've just resorted to uh, like surfing the freeways. Yeah. Hell, because the racetrack, that's, motorcycles is really expensive fucking to go to the racetrack and stuff. Like, yeah. you gotta pay a couple hundred bucks for a set of tires that you're gonna go through. Like, you know, you pay money for track fees and you got gas, everything else. It adds up. Yeah. It's like you Especially spend, now. It's a rich man's sport. Yeah. yeah. And so I figured uh, the, the, the racetracks, they're only one lane and they're really far away. The fucking freeways, they're like fucking six lanes. My taxes have already paid for them. Fucking, <laughs> like fucking the beginning of COVID was amazing. Right. Yeah. Like uh, street or the, the freeways are empty. Oh empty. And fucking like. Yeah, I was having so much fun on those freeways. Like, late at night, there'd be absolutely nobody on the freeway. There was people during COVID where I'm like, I'm doing 80, you know, on the freeway. And there's people like flying by me. You're yeah. standing still at that Because like, I see people in... I'm on a motorcycle, and I'm doing, like, fucking, you know, at least 100. Yeah. And people. there's people in fucking shitty little cars that are fucking going faster than that. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, there was times on the freeway where I'm like, I'm, I'm hauling butt. Like, yeah. You know, maybe you're going higher. And I'm looking and I'm like, I see a car come up. I'm like, oh, it's a, maybe it's a cop. I don't know. And I yeah. slow down a little bit. So I'm like doing 80. Some little raver dude comes by you and fucking shoot. And I'm like, the court. yeah. A little Prius. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, like the, the flow of traffic is seriously like at least 100 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah it, it bumped up. The good old days. Yeah, it's like now it's like back to gridlock. Yeah. Well, depending on what time of day. True. Like if you go out at night, aside from all the construction, there's construction yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They they close down the freeways all the time stuff around here. Yeah, they're they're like, dude, I was having a, a really good time. Like, I was going out and like, sometimes hitting like 180. What? Yeah, fucking. The going. beginning of COVID was so good. Like, I was going from Venice to Costa Mesa a lot and stuff like that, and like. Under 25 minutes. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? No, it was unbelievable. Under 25 minutes from Venice to Costa Mesa. Yeah, well, you're doing that fast. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going quick. <laughs> Those turn, the... the At Long the, Beach? The, yeah, the Long Beach yeah. curves. Like, oh, man, so sick. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. You're, you're, uh, you're just like a, a adrenaline junkie. Uh, I, I like going fast, but I try to be safe. Yeah. Like, like... Uh, you're not going to... There's a time and a place for everything. Like there's certain areas you can yeah. go fast. And hey, can I bring up one of your quotes? Yeah. Live fast, die last. Yeah, for sure. That's his motto. Because well, right I always there. heard uh, "live fast, die young." I was like, well, "No, that, that ain't cool." Like fucking. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to die. Live young. fast, I die live last. Fast, yeah. but I don't want to die young. Like, but then again, I don't want to fucking. Uh, you don't want to be a freaking vegetable I, I either. Wanna, no, I don't want to be like Dwayne Peters or something who I was my huge hero as a kid but then like I've seen him these last few years all he didn't you know he ended up being that fucking that bitter old fucking asshole that fucking just talked shit about everybody loved him and took care of him or something like yeah. I don't want to turn into that guy or the dude on the corner that's touching kids and goes to prison for tax evasion or something like yeah. you know like fucking don't want to live long enough to have fucking something like that happen yeah crazy but, issues or yeah just to be the fucking 
you know, the fucked up dude on the corner that all the kids fucking are yeah. like scared of and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it looks like you're still having fun and, and doing it somewhat responsibly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like having fun. I still like, I love surfing in the nighttime. Like, yeah. You, yeah. you surf at night still? Yeah. All like, waves of consequence. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere I go, I usually go surfing at night. Like, uh, yeah, I've surfed so many, like, I've surfed like all my favorite waves. I, I want to do that in my Grom. I talked about like doing. I've done lowers a couple times on full moon. I, I don't do we, lowers anymore. We used to do the the, the pier like when we were Groms because the lights. I, and I don't. I don't do lowers anymore. Sharky. Oh, so bad. So it's sharky. Oh, yeah. fucking gnarly, dude. Yeah. Great waves. Wow. Yeah, I used to surf lowers on a regular basis, fucking yeah. in the nighttime all the time, and I don't do it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's kind of gnarly everywhere. Mm. No, but I still I I do a lot of like uh. Malibu at night and yeah. stuff like that. Like, and I go all the way up to third point and surf all the way through. So I don't have, like there's like when there's a moon and stuff, it's crowded at first point at nighttime. Wow, crowded. <laughs> and so I, I go all the way up to third point and start out up there and just fucking ride. So by the time I get to first point, I come from deep and just come through the crowd already on a wave, you know? Yeah. And then get out and walk back again. So and crazy. I like I've surfed lots of desert point at night. I've surfed pipeline hundreds of times at night. Fucking uh, desert point. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I've surfed yeah. Uluwatu. I've surfed, I've surfed all over at night. Uh, a lot of snapper. Wow. Like me and my buddy got chased out by a fucking fourteen foot tiger shark at like three thirty in the morning. It was, at snapper. At snapper. It, it wanted to snap us. <laughs> it, that was crazy. Like we surfed five out of seven nights. It was during the contest down there, and. The waves were shitty during the day, but at nighttime it was like fucking glassy, super glassy. I got I got away from the top where the rocks are and stepped off on the sand at Greenmount. Wow! Like, see, I got the longest wave. Nobody was trying to drop in on me. Fucking, it was just fucking nice wall all the way. It was so bitching. That's got to be a a trip to surf at night. Oh, it's the most beautiful thing ever. I I I really love it. Yeah. And you still do that? Yeah. Wow. Like I've got the crazy... I've surfed super sucks at nighttime. And that wave is... Like, is that LA? No, that wave... A different one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one in Indo. Okay. And uh, Sambawa. Like, you know you know the wave? Yeah. It's a gnarly left tube, like, with fire coral and shit like that. Yeah, it's, like, like that deep. No way. It's way shallower. Yeah, like... Like, <laughs> like this deep. Yeah. A lot of people wear wetsuits and booties and, and people don't surf at low tide there yeah like, I, like I, you fall your your own driver you're filleted like I like low tide there like sweet no, so, everybody gets out of the water so like I mean you've traveled the world over and over and I've over. been a lot of places where, yeah. where, where's your like sweet spot we know you, you've taken a couple of like you know uh, Bali Indo I've disappearing been, I, acts I, I've gone for nine days and ended up <laughs> staying for a year and three months before yeah that was great great decision on my part um, yeah like uh, my favorite place is probably Japan really that's that's interesting to say that because I think did you get like, good waves there so good good but like the experience the culture the how that you you get treated there and and when you're Christian Fletcher, yeah. like the red carpet rolls out wherever yeah. you go, but there it's what? like he's Christian Fletcher. Right. <laughs> Christian Fletcher. If I tell him, if I say my name like that, then they'd actually say my name right. Yeah. 
<laughs> Say that again. Christian Fletcher. No, no, Chris, <laughs> Christian Fletcher. Yeah, Christians are ours and yeah. ours are else. Christian Fletcher. Yeah, but if I tell them that, then they'll tell me, no, that's not your name. Because. Because I'd say that, so then they would say my name the right way. Yeah. But I say that, and then they tell me that's not my name because they they know my name and they yeah. just. Would, would you sh- would you show up? They give you a, a a pile of money and a pile of cigarettes and and a, and a couple of beer. Like yeah. they they were so accommodating and such beautiful. I love. I, I wish I could go back there soon. Like yeah, it's. I mean, he's a rock star wherever he goes, but there, holy smokes, it, I can only imagine. It, that is my favorite place. Like just because like. I like the food. The people are fucking cool. There's so much history. Like, yeah, uh, I've visited so many temples and shrines over there and stuff. And like, uh, like for instance, we went to one that was built in 804. So, so in 804. 804. Like 804, which yeah. is what 1,200 years ago or something, right? Yeah. And uh, or wait, yeah, 1,204. Yeah, like, like a thousand, like 1,200 yeah. years ago. Yeah. 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 So and nice. so there was still no fucking uh, there was no spray paint. They had like some gold leaf on the like little furniture that was in there and shit. And there wasn't like a uh, it wasn't fenced in. There was like a little gate you could step over and go into it if you wanted to, you know. But like people didn't or whatever. Like the gold leaf on the furniture and stuff, everything was still in there. Like nothing was stolen. Like there's no spray paint around the thing. Like yeah, yeah it's just kind of amazing. Like anything here that we have that's of any sort of historic value, we knock down and build a strip mall. Yeah. It's fucking a joke. It we got sucks. a 7-Eleven in a subway. Like, yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. They are way more respectful of history. Oh, and, and hey, they, they hold it down serious, too. Like, you know that wave that, uh, that fucking uh, John John, Dane Reynolds, and those guys got that one river mouth wave? Yeah. That wave, fucking, those guys got kicked out that day. Because uh, Yaden broke his ankle or something, so the ambulance came and fucking they got fucking sent away. Wow. Uh, Slater went there on a really good day and brought a film crew stuff and didn't fucking call the boss beforehand. He got kicked out. Wow. And the person that he went with got fucking... Uh, Who knows? The Japanese guy. No, he just got fucking told never to come back or something like that. Yeah. Slater was allowed to go back, but he had to leave for that day or something. like. So it's kind of cool that's like pretty much just outside of Tokyo and it's one of the better ways around yeah mm. but it's like uh, you fucking there's protocol yeah for you, sure you call ahead of time let them know you're coming and stuff like that you know bring them a gift like fucking same thing you do if you're going to dinner at somebody's house like you bring a bottle of wine or something yeah. right and it's probably more Respect. personal going to it like and if they didn't hold it down like that it'd be another place it's like trestles or Malibu or Pipeline yeah. or something anyways but they're so serious that like it's still just minimal crowd and it's right outside of Tokyo yeah wow. you know there'd be 15 people in the water or something that's insane and, and the wave is super fucking good like V-Line used to be and- I, 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 I surfed there at night time before yeah uh, so again I talked to my buddy that was with me I was like on the, we were on the way home from somewhere I was like let's uh, let's check it out because the moon was just fucking the big pumpkin in the sky like the uh, what the uh the blood moon, like in October or whatever, right? Mm. How did they pull you out of Rapongi if you're? Oh, Chris, you're not blood moon. You just surfed in here. You surfed in. No, no, no yeah, I do end up in Rapongi like on a nightly basis. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, my buddy's on, uh, or like the manager and 
like all that. Oh, we shit. all spent a good nights there. Come on. <coughs> well, yeah, but my buddy's club, everything's free. Yeah. If yeah. I can go in, like yeah. uh, the, velvet, the velvet rope and the, the but, VIPs. And yeah. The, like it's bad though. Like fucking uh, everybody, like the club that my friends have or whatever. Every, when you mention it to a Japanese person, they're all, "Oh no, I'm not going there," because <laughs> it's like kind of got a. Uh, Bad vibe. Bad or reputation. Yeah. yeah, bad. Yeah, it's known for fucking like, you know, like, yeah. drugs and gangsters and yeah. everything else. And it like, brings a yakuza. That too. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, that's like my second home. Like, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Like, the guys are so cool. I show the guys wearing one of my t-shirts and shit. Like fucking. Yeah. Free drinks. Like, yeah, and, it's super nice. Yeah. And, and, and it's and it's crazy how. You know, you could have a totally different experience from other people in the mm-hmm. same establishment. You know, like, oh, that place is gnarly. You're like, what are you talking about? I, I like, don't we, see what you're seeing. We went there. We were with this, uh, with, like, some Yakuza guy before. And he was, like, he wanted to be our security and stuff, you know. Or, like, don't really need security, <laughs> but whatever, you know. Like, dude, next thing you know, the guy just fucking, boom, face plants on the table. And, I mean, we had, like, all kinds of shots of tequila, like, a bunch of mixed drinks or all kinds of beers on the table. And the guy just fucking, Passed our, our security fucking just face planted right on the table, knocked everything over, and we're like, what the fuck? Like, we're in trouble. Yeah, no, no, we fucking, you know, picked the guy up. Next thing you know, the people run out from the kitchen, fucking boom, they got their fucking, uh, their brooms and their dustpans and shit. It was like a fucking, it was like a pit stop in NASCAR. I mean, they were so fast, just fucking, <laughs> everything swept up, boom, all the drinks were back on the table, like before you could even fucking. Like it didn't happen. The, yeah, the yeah. record didn't even like, it just went like, yeah, yeah, no, it was just fucking nothing to see here. <laughs> then we just ran out. Everything was like it was like watching a time lapse or something. Yeah, ran out. Everything was swept up. Boom, they're gone. Fucking all the drinks are back on the table. Like nothing ever happened. Like oh, holy straight shit. out of a movie right there. That's yeah, so that was good. fucking quick. Gosh, dude. Yeah, so like, many good nights. Good pit stop. Imagine you being Christian Fletcher at a Japanese like. He would have taken way too much advantage of it. <laughs> For sure, late night would have been. Late I mean, because yeah. I'll leave my I leave my buddies out by the beaches because I stay out by the beaches, you know, like yeah. uh, you know, uh, shonen or yeah, or, shonen, Kamakura, yeah. Chikasaki, yeah, and so Shiba. Uh, so no, that's it's cold up there. That's far too. Yeah, but uh, I'll I'll go to dinner with him and stuff, and then I'll fucking get on a train and go to Tokyo. Catch the last train into Tokyo. It's like eleven or eleven thirty or something, and uh, but then the train stopped. And they don't start running again until fucking like five thirty six in the morning or something. So I go out, go to Rapongi, and then fucking, you know, in the morning I catch a train back home. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, pretty cool. Yeah. And it's empty because everybody's commuting into work. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm falling asleep on a train and I'm waking up fucking at the end of the fucking line. Yeah. It's like two hours past where I'm supposed to go. You're like, damn it. Yeah, I got to get out and get on another train and then fucking hope I don't fall asleep on the way to that. Yeah, fuck, yeah. it's fucked. Yeah. But so, yeah, life's good. Yeah. Uh, but... I've stripped a lot of fun waves over there. Yeah, no, I think that's the misconception of like, <laughs> Every you know, like, waves in Japan. Oh, it's small, it's, it's like junky. Yeah. I'm like, no, there's legit waves. You said I mean, you've been to the Philippines too, right? I've been to the Philippines too. Like nine, the, nine, the Philippines is so cool. Like I surfed a bunch of good waves in the Philippines and like, I couldn't even beg people to paddle out with me. Wow. And like I was surfing like crazy fucking below sea level fucking slabs and shit. It was so cool. But the, the main island for surfing and stuff was uh, Shargao where Cloud Nine is. And did you see what happened to that place? Mm-mm. Oh, dude, the whole place. Devastated. Was just fucking gone. Just, just like two months ago or something, they had a huge, like, what, Category 5 fucking tycoon or something like that. 
annihilated place. My buddy lives over there, and so he was telling me and stuff like, and I've seen some videos. I guess there was like, there's lots of coconut trees over there, right? Well, there was like gusts of wind that were like 240 miles an hour or something. And I get like clusters of coconuts, not just one coconut. Clusters of coconuts were just flying like, fucking. Those are like bowling balls. Right missiles. through brick walls yeah. and shit. Like fucking, I guess the whole fucking island was just fucking leveled. Oh, Damn. so sad. Yeah, it's so gnarly, like, fucking... I mean, that, there's been, like, crazy, like, volcanic... Earthquakes. Re- yeah, earthquakes and volcanic eruption. There's been, like, like no, all kinds of crazy like, stuff. Like, I had, I had a great time in the Philippines and stuff, and the people were so cool over there. It was pretty cool. Like, uh, but, yeah, it just got fucking... Are, 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 are you good with, uh, like, eating everything? Or are you particular? Because I think that's... I'm a, a little picky, but, like, I still, like... <laughs> I... I find stuff that I like to eat over there. Like, yeah. You know, Not just Philippines, but just in the world. You yeah, know, like, like you travel like Indo, and Indo is kind of, I grew up a vegetarian, but I ended up eating some like kind of gnarly shit over there, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, the worst thing about eating dog, it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're really laughing to be in Philippines, aren't you? <laughs> I don't think I've eaten, ever eaten dog. That you know honestly, about. That, that you know about. That you know about. No, you'll, you'll know because people will, people will say like, you know, like, you know, I think there was dog in there or something. You know, because it makes you really hot inside. Hmm. Like, fucking, it changes your temperature. That's why they say, like, I think why they say, like, if you're eating dog, a dog will know. Because it changes your fucking core wow. temperature. Like, my friends run around yelling, hot dog! There's <laughs> 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 tattoo artist kid from Indo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you know, I'm there for a year and a half, Indo? Like, yeah, you're in three year, months or yeah. something. Gosh. Oh, so uh, like, look at this shit. Like, this the is. guys over there are so good. This is what happened. Hanging like, with Riz? Yeah, he's he's the man for sure. The man. If I can, uh, if I ever had a question about anything over there, I'd call him and ask him. Oh, because, dude, for sure. He knows everything, and if he doesn't, he'll fucking find out for you. Yeah. yeah. It's a couple calls if he doesn't. Like, like, we're looking at more. This guy's got archives oh, on this his is, phone. No, this is people. just YouTube, but like. Oh, that's oh, a hurricane. The Philippines. Damn. So sad. Oh my gosh. Nature is crazy. That'd be so scary. And like, that was a booming real estate business over there. I heard this one Australian guy. People were offering him like 800 grand for his like resort thing. And he told my friend, no, I'm holding out for a million. We'll fucking do this that thing. Happened. And yeah, everything's gone. It's devastating. I mean, I mean, that is just the world we live in these days, you know? Like, like fucking. Oh, man. Like the, that Cloud Nine, you know? Have you been there? I uh, have not been there. But you know how they have the scaffolding that goes out on the water and stuff? Everything's gone, dude. It's all fucking just a big pile of rubble. Yeah. Like,. Are you planning any trips? I would love to be planning trips, but... <laughs> Me too. I'm broke, so fucking... <laughs> I got fired, so I guess that meant I was retired. Like, fucking, uh... Like, look, you can see here, it just... And it looks like fucking, uh... Somebody put the place in a blender. Oh, man. That's incredible. Like, you see the fucking... Everything. It sucks. Yeah, it's super sad. Like there was, like the places, uh, the real estate was just going through the roof. Everything was like, like 
so much money there and everything was being bought up and stuff. Yeah. And then everything just fucking completely gone. There was no water, no electricity, no nothing. Fucking. We, we, we talk about, like, you know, how surfing has... I mean, look at fucking just completely fucking... Just, just like somebody stuck the place in a blender. Yeah. Mm, so unfortunate. But, like, a place like that, which probably would have just been a normal, like, fishing village and a little bit of, you know, maybe local tourism or whatever. But when you have, have a surf like destination and how much money from around the world like pours into that community because of how great like that wave is I look, look at these pictures like the whole place is just fucking annihilated everything oh it's so brutal yeah so many people died and shit too I guess damn and that was just two weeks ago no no it was like two months ago or something yeah. like uh, like I mean look at that. that that's by cloud nine right there Ugh. like everything is just fucking gone like uh you know, when you had the fucking hurricane in Louisiana or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, like Katrina? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Just everything just gone. Yeah. Below sea level and just wiped it out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, it's, it's it's places like that, like your friend that had this resort. and I mean, how, how special it is to go there as a surfer, but how much it gives back to that community yeah. and, yeah. you know, my, my gives friend, everybody a killer life. My friend, know? Yeah, my friend lives over there, and he, he lives on a different island or whatever, but... They had like a, uh, they have a general store and shit, but for some reason I guess he said uh, everything like a couple mile or a couple kilometers north of him and a couple kilometers south everything got destroyed, but his house was fine. That's crazy. Uh, super crazy. Yeah. yeah. And that I mean that's happened. So my my wife's family their their house burned down the Woolsey fire. Where, where is she? It's from? Malibu. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. She's not from there, but her parents been there for a long time. And but the fire like. And we went up to Napa right after that. They fired because it started, you know, it was kind of simultaneous. They had fires up there and fires down here. Yeah, it's crazy. And we had a, we usually go once a year, but the way the fire. What did you guys do? Go wine tasting? For sure. Yeah. A lot, a lot of fabulous wines. But the fire goes around. It just doesn't like, it's not a wall, a continuous wall that just continues to wipe out. It, it, it literally like goes. Depends on the wind. It's alive. And, and one, one house is not even touched yeah or a barn or a structure and then this one is and then that one isn't and then those it's just the way it works it's just so, so yeah. crazy but when you get in a hurricane like there's every station yeah. nothing or you know, those fires or, are weird because of the wind like the direction of the wind or the, the landscape and stuff and i mean it brush, just yeah like, just the well, craziest the, things the uh just so happens we get like the fucking santa Ana winds or whatever in like October and stuff like that in our yeah. fall which is like when everything's dry yeah and so the winds can even create the fires you know from the sticks fucking moving against each other and yeah. it catches a spark yeah they say 90% of it's electric and you know like um, it's it's mostly 90% caused by grid and stuff and there is yeah self starting fires just yeah. in there because I wonder I was talking to somebody about it and I was wondering how like fires start where nobody's at you know yeah it's it's it happens for sure. Natural and combustion. Well, I guess the wind and stuff rubs. It's like rubbing two sticks together as a Boy Scout, you know. Yeah. So the wind will be fucking whipping, and the fucking shit will be rubbing together and start a fire. Yeah. Nice. Everything's so dry. Um. So your 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 son Grayson obviously uh, he's is, gnarly too. Is, I mean, he's got the gene. He's got the Fletcher gene. You know, diaries hereditary. <laughs> it runs in your genes. <laughs> <laughs> 
guy, a comedian over here. Do you feel the diarrhea? It is. It's it's runs, runs, yeah, runs in your jeans. Yeah. Oh, you love it. Um, I mean, how proud are you of, of that guy? Oh, so proud. He's like, I couldn't be happier. He's like the and nicest kid. He just turned uh, 31 a couple of days ago. So no nice. way. Happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. Epic. Yeah, March 8th. Sweet. Happy birthday. Yeah. Woo! We got to get him on the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. But, but he's turned out to be a really good kid, you know. I like, I uh, taught him, you know, exactly what not to do. Yeah. Led, led by example. Yeah. And like, I don't think maybe that works with every kid. <laughs> yeah. but it happens do as I say, not as I do. No, yeah. no. Do no. as I do, not as I say. No, but... he got to see. Yeah. And so then, like, like you said, you got yeah. to. Uh, you made a choice. You didn't want. Following the same footsteps as your buddies, like fucking partying and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Well, Grayson saw me and a lot of my idiot friends, and it was like fucking. That was the last thing he wanted to do, yeah. you know. Yeah. I yeah. don't think that works with every kid, but it happened to work with him. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, again, that's you know. And he's super polite. Yeah. Yeah. And he just fucking rips, dude. He rips, and um, and and just like the you know to to bring up the way you approach surfing, and yeah, you know he, you just didn't want to be that approachy cutter, like or that super. You know, stuff. You know, whatever you want to break yeah, it he's down. Com- he's coming in hot. Right? He's, yeah. he's coming in. If you see him in a park or on a ramp or in a street, he, you know, it's him. Yeah. You know, like he's got that presence, which well, yeah. is which is so important. Well, and like, what's cool is like uh, all the older skaters that like I grew up with, and they were older than me and stuff. That's like. They they come damn like your kid's my favorite skater like all the old school guys like him because he goes in so is raw super raw. fast and yeah. fucking on edge the whole time and really explosive and un- unpredictable a little bit yeah. too and and draws unique lines that isn't you know He's not the you, best in the contest because he gets that <laughs> anxiety so he gets so pumped up he just comes out and fucking just. Annihilates the first couple of tricks and you can't hold on. Twos or tens, man. That's the way I roll. Yeah. Twos or tens. That's how I roll. Uh-huh. I had a lot more twos than tens, but yeah. you know I had fun time doing it. <laughs> so he he you guys he got that movie, um, not movie, but uh, show HBO yeah. show, right? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we don't know that. Okay. <laughs> but hey, I had to stay away. I was going to ruin it for everybody. Yeah. That's well. We had the guy that was in that movie on the podcast too, Brian Van Holt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. Like, uh, I was over at my buddy's house in Venice, and sure enough, that guy lived next door. This was just last year. I was Brian like, oh, Van Holt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lived next to my friend up there. That's so yeah. crazy. He's, he's such a small world. Yeah, cool dude. Surfer yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the but but I mean, Grayson. What, what, is, what is he doing with you guys? Uh, he's friends of he's from Huntington actually oh yeah yeah, yeah. He, just circle of friends like you know what did you guys talk about just his career surfing acting yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a couple couple years ago we did him yeah here at least yeah talk about the show a little bit yeah what did he have to say he said it was cool like you know it's one of his biggest roles actually right yeah I can't believe he lied to you guys like that <laughs> <laughs> that was so lame that was a joke <laughs> I love it. Hey, your son rips at surfing too. He finally fucking like yes, yeah, so I could finally say he knows how to surf. Like I used to be so bummed. I'd be all fucking, dude. 
I want to be able to go surfing with my son. Come on, you got to help me out here. Yeah. Because he didn't want to know about it. And like, uh, it's taken a long time, but yeah, now if I can, like, he goes out, I, I go down and see him at the wedge and stuff, and like, dude, he'll get tan just to the most brutal wipeouts. I'm like, dude, I don't know. He'll like, charge the wedge too? Now he does, yeah. Wow. Like, he, he actually goes for it now. Like, for so long, I'd tell him to come surf with me and stuff, and he'd be like, no, 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 because... He's like scared and stuff, even though I knew he could handle it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, now he's like fucking pretty pumped on it and he charges and stuff. He launches some errors and Yeah, there's what, a lot of I mean, things. He'd, he'd, he'd go down line doing off flip and a cutback on it, you know. Yeah. What he says on the skateboard is way gnarlier than what people can do at the wedge. Not I mean, necessarily. Yeah. I mean the wedge there's is a good gnarly. chance you could die at the wedge. Yeah. 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 I mean, skateboarding you might, you know break something, but yeah, break something or like you don't have the whole world coming down on top of you after you fall. Yeah. Yeah. And in this deep of water, getting yeah. pile drilled, you, you're, you're getting crushed. I mean, this guy broke his femur, it's, fractured his femur. That's just paddling out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gnarly. He, he uh, rides for Arbor. Yeah, he rides for yeah. Arbor. Which and, is, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but they make cool shit and they, treat him, a bunch. Him, yeah. they treat him good and like, uh, they do some cool shit, you know. Go plant trees in Hawaii and shit. Like yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah, that kind of shit's cool. But they support yeah. him, let him do his own graphics, yeah, and, and then he you goes know. and plants trees with them over in Hawaii. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like just some cool stuff, you know. They, like the reason, like not most companies would really care about that. Yeah. They're, they're one of the first like sustainably, environmentally friendly companies that's come out. Yeah. One of the first. Well, but we we had Bob Carlson on the podcast. The guy, the, the owner of Arbor. Uh, yeah. yeah, there was two, right? The one guy died or something. Yeah, Chris died. Um, Chris passed away. Yeah. 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 We had Bob on maybe like three or four weeks ago. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, our buddy Brent Futagaki is a new marketing guy that's been. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I don't I don't know the people or know much about it, but yeah. I, I think it's pretty cool though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Just want. Yeah. I mean, just going back to as a proud parent, like you know, you just hope. You, you but, I mean, it's not like the hardcore skate brand like you'd think and stuff. So he's yeah. kind of like uh, he's kind of like their main guy and stuff, yeah. and which is kind of cool that it's not a hardcore skate brand. It's like kind of different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It and, seems like it fits. And it, he doesn't necessarily fit the hardcore skate brand either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's, he's more he's, than just a skater. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's got you know he's got his art. He's got surfing. He's got skateboarding, and and it's just being different. I think that's where. I mean, outside of ripping. But at the end of the day, though, he's a, a really polite, like, gentleman. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, that's probably I people, one of the best compliments you could get when yeah, people no, say I, that I get to people coming up, right. Dan, you know, your kid's so polite and stuff like that. And he's really good with kids, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, like, all, all the other stuff, like icing on the cake or whatever. Yeah, he rips and stuff. But, like, he is super polite, like, just a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. I remember. Doing, he's a full blown hater, too. But he is really polite. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Got to, got to be a hater. Yeah. So haters are all skaters, are right. Yeah. Most skaters oh, are. But he, he. Uh, I can, yeah, I'm not a racist. I'm a hater. We we did a uh, <laughs> being a racist. That's like everything's so like weird nowadays. Like if you do this, you're a racist. If you do that, you're a racist. Yeah. Like, dude, being a racist is so narrow minded. Yeah. So bad. Like yeah, there's there's way more people to hate out there than just one little group of people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a hater. Like, th- every, there's a lot of people that deserve to be hated. Yeah. 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 They can't, you can't just be narrowing down to one group of people. Yeah, yeah. being a hater is a, is, is a color, is being colorblind. Like, there's a lot of, you can poke and find hater, you know, like, 
Yeah, yeah, it's and I, just like, not, I like telling racist jokes to the people of that race when I meet them because then, like, if they get a giggle out of it, you know, they at least got a sense of humor and you'd be able to hang out, you know, without them getting yeah. like offended and shit. Yeah, yeah. I know. And they, I mean, as long as you can dish it out and take it. Oh yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, yeah, like, you got to be able. Yeah, if you can't take it, you're completely fucked. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where we're, we're, you know, without getting too deep in this, like, you know. Woke Political. culture, yeah. I think, yeah, it, times are changing. You, it, most people can't take it, you know? They can, yeah, like, what the fuck? They can dish it or hide behind. Who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, like, dude, just... Call me whatever you want. Like, life, maybe, I'd prefer you didn't call me at all, but, like... <laughs> life, it's not that, that difficult to... Everyone got sensitive. So sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? Rip the bandage why, off. Why should I do pussy. that to everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we really appreciate, I think, most, and I'm speaking for myself, but I think most people are, is, you know, there are haters, oh, Christian this, Christian that, or whatever, you know, throughout the year. Uh, yeah, like, you know if, what? I, if I took this stuff seriously that people said about me, I'd fucking be in tears on a regular but, basis. But, I mean, the fact that you've lived your life the way you wanted to live without, it. Without, without the hater, like, without, like, there's a lot of people that love me, there's a lot of people that hate me. You're not going to get one without the other. For sure. And, and at least fucking, I fucking, uh drew enough emotion out of them to make them fucking take a side yeah instead of just going by and not being noticed yeah exactly and yeah. I, and I mean that's a great without one you can't have the other and there's a lot of people that just like you know they're here today gone tomorrow and nobody ever fucking misses them nothing I mean fucking, that's a, a great uh, mindset and perspective I, I've, I've drug a lot of emotion out of people there's a lot of people that really don't like me there's a lot of people that really do like fucking yeah and so like at least I made an impression yeah. And it's your life. You know what? And if they don't like it, then too bad. And if they don't uh, like it, cool. If they don't like it, fucking who cares? Yeah. Like, fucking, I think we need more Christian fleshers in the hey, Totally. If they don't like it, you can leave. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the way I uh, change, change the channel. Yeah, like, change I'm the not, station. Get out of here. I'm not asking you to fucking be my friend or to hang out. Like, I got enough friends fucking that I don't need. But, you know, I, 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 I think people look up to, you know, certain... I mean, heroes or idols or, yeah, or like, a mentor, you know, like, like Jason Jesse, for instance, he just, he got completely fucked with that whole fucking uh, what me too bullshit fucking from saying some stuff, and then he, you know all his sponsors fucking cut him and shit, like yeah. something from something that happened over twenty five years ago. Yeah, and he actually like he had to deal with it then, and fucking didn't work out very well for him. So like fucking. Yeah. Yeah, you know, shit was over. Like, fucking who cares? Yeah. Yeah, people like, change people, and, and people and grow up. up. Yeah, and grow up. I mean, that's life. I mean, nobody's perfect. You, usually, you're definitely, most people don't have the same, they don't look at the world the same uh, once they've grown up as they did when they were a kid. Yeah. Because you've had a lot of lessons like that one, for instance, that he had yeah. to change the way you think. It, I mean, that's. Yeah. But, like, yeah, 25 years later, all of a sudden, he gets all his sponsors, like, yanked and shit. Like, when he was finally. Finally doing good, you know, like the yeah. best he'd ever been doing. It's got the rug ripped out from under him. Yeah. And that's a, that's the unfortunate side of, yeah, the, yeah. the world we live in. They thought know? he was a racist and stuff. I'm all, dude, she said, no, I'm a hater. Because it's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What can you say to that? Nothing, because fucking, it's not, you're not singling out one group of people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, nobody's safe. Yeah. I'm not a racist. I hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, and, and, and these, you know, these poor comedians that have, they, they, they run that that gauntlet of like, 
you're going to offend, but you're also got to make it funny. You got to bring up like you know, polit you know, politics and yeah. race and all of this. And then when they start getting checked and start being you know, accused of canceled. Can yeah, canceled. It's like oh you man. Any, you have any idea who my favorite comedian was? Just take a wild guess. Richard Pryor. I don't oh, know. he's Carlin. Carlin. I don't the, know. The, those two are. They're right Don up Williams. there. He's right up Eddie. there too. No, fucking the Richard. Dice Man. Oh, oh. you, Andrew <laughs> Dice. Clay. I figured you'd have that one for sure. Oh. Nobody's more Hickory offensive. Hickory Dickory Dock. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yeah, oh. There, there was nobody that was more offensive than that guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. I, mean, I, I, love, I love Richard Pryor, too. He's yeah, for sure. Amazing. Uh, even like Rodney Dangerfield and stuff, but the Dice Man, was just, he was my hero. The most offensive comedian ever. Yeah, he, he made man. kind of a comeback for a little while, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's... With his it's gold tough. gym fucking sweatshirt, that's the neck and the arms are cut out. Oh, yeah. so good! Yeah, the cut off sweat uh, sweatshirt, the crew neck. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, any 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 uh, so like, what's Christian up to today? You know, so we're kind of. What am I up to today? I'm going late night with Chalky. <laughs> any uh, like, are you still doing boards and? Yeah, yeah, bit? doing some boards and. Um, uh, I don't know. Just kind of been enjoying my retirement, I guess. Yeah. Not really, but yeah. Whatever. Uh, nice. Like um, I don't know, riding motorcycles really Go fast, fast on the freeway and shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I saw you at Surf Expo. Um, yeah, yeah. What what that that board company? So Sonova. Sonova. Yeah. I got some boards with them. The boards are cool. And then been making some. I was. Uh, just started to work with Basham and then Basham fucking passed, passed away passed, like uh, so sad. crazy yeah. so sad yeah it sucks like uh, the worst thing about it is he was like the nicest guy ever like I, I, everybody I know I never even heard anybody say like a negative thing about the guy and usually there's something negative to say about everybody yeah like that guy actually like I'd known him my whole life pretty much and like never heard anybody fucking say anything bad about the guy he just Worked his ass off, helped out a lot of people. And helped stuff. out. That's what. That's the the one common denominator we kept hearing is how much he helped people succeed, even yeah. on his own dollar, without asking a piece of anybody's yeah. deal and just saying, "Hey, like I'm just, just here to help." And just so cool. Worked his ass off. He's fucking like. I mean, I've been going down to his shop ever since I can I can remember. You know. Yeah. My whole life and. Yeah, and then out of the blue, the guy just fucking, like, falls down, hits his head, and fucking, like, dies. Like, Is that what happened? I guess so, yeah. It's like, oh. so crazy. It's so nuts. Like, went to the hospital or something, I guess he ended up, they, he was in a coma or something, and he was, they found out he was brain dead or something, and a couple hours later, they pulled the plug, like, super crazy. Oh. Oh. Like, I was with him on Friday, and, I, and then that happened on Saturday, and my mom called me on Sunday and told me about it, and I'm like... Wait, what? Yeah, what are you talking about? Like, fucking... And like I had no, like I told you, I knew somebody got murdered last night and stuff. Like that's like whatever. Like Basham, when I found out about him, that actually made me really sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody I'm sorry had to hear that, man. long, long relationships with that was you know well, just cool. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that shouldn't happen to a guy like that. A good, yeah. yeah, good, good. Like there's so many other people I could think of that do fucked up shit and stuff. Like nothing ever yeah. happens. Like this guy fucking was like the nicest guy ever. Just fucking falls down, hits his head, and dies. Like out of the blue. 
perfectly like seemed like I my personal opinion is I think he probably had maybe a tumor or something because mm. I heard like that he'd fainted a couple times over the last year or something and I think that's kind of uh, some underlying underlying no issues. that's kind of what happens when I think you have a, like a brain tumor and stuff is it pushes on your like skull or something and you end up fainting and stuff like that yeah. uh, I mean I, I think so I mean I'm definitely not a doctor by any means but like Dr. Fletcher. I've known other people that had doctor, like doctor. brain tumors and stuff, and I think that was kind of like yeah. how they end up discovering about it. Yeah, but yeah, so crazy. Our our good friend died of a aneurysm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean he's like the, the most fit that he ever was, and all of a sudden and just like a blood vessel exploded. Yeah, yeah. not brain. not during the years of bloated, partying, not sleeping, no diet. Yeah. No, they went to healthy and yeah, went to marathons and shit. Went to freaking I'm. Super healthy and paddling and no drugs or whatever, and then freaking die of an aneurysm. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, see, so you should have fucking. Dude, I think we're coming up on the eve of that. Yeah, actually, and you should have fucking shit. Yeah, Kept might have been like everybody. That's the way everybody dies. Like does drugs and stuff. They all get sober, and then they go back to dabble again and they die. Oh, it's fucking fucked up. Got to keep the flow. Yeah, Just keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Uh, I mean, this has been freaking amazing, dude. We really appreciate um, you coming on. Oh, and, yeah, for sure. And uh, telling us this incredible, cool, like, family stories yeah. and just your yeah. history. And if you want, maybe fucking, maybe I'd come back or something and uh, yeah. with, with Gratian, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I, I know that he, like, I could get, it'd be easier if I fucking brought him in, like, trying to get him by himself or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Make him more comfortable. Or just, like, actually get him to go do it yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a little lazy now yeah um i mean christian fucking fletcher, fletcher. yeah not really? only yeah. is he a gnarly he surfer is. he's a gnarly juggler and oh, fucking he's he juggles suit. fucking yeah. swords you guys yeah he does and uh i'm gonna end it on this on this quote that i pulled off the internet in one of your other interviews oh, and okay. uh cool it's fucking uh, it, it, it sums it up probably gonna surprise me too when you're cautious you end up going over the falls in life in general yeah cautious means you hesitate the way I look at it is you commit or you don't and I commit committing to the late night with Chalky podcast sure. and uh, well, hey, you're the man I'm right up there with you if I can last one to sleep yeah. and a lot of times I don't sleep so I am the first one up there you go <laughs> peace Christian out Fletcher, thank you thank you guys peace bonsai bowls hands down the best bowls period seven locations two in Hawaii five in Southern California bonsai bowls go get some Caliente Southwest Grill clean, healthy Mexican food. Everything is made fresh daily using produce from local farms. Their salsa, their dressing, and even their marinades are made from fresh produce in-house, so almost all of the menu is naturally gluten-free and extremely clean. Family-owned, showing local love for 22 years. Check out their website, calientesouthwest.com, for all your party pack and catering needs. You could also call them at 949-515-0909, calientesouthwest.com. Ashland Hard Seltzer, made from all natural ingredients. No sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free. Great taste and guilt-free good times. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Shade Sunscreen, 
the best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade sunscreen. It's been around since the sun. Shade, Shade. sunscreen. Clear Weather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Fuwax is the best, ickiest, stickiest wax in the game. Fuwax. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.